Oh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, February the 20th, 2020. It is another technical podcast. And Mr. Black, I'm seeing, I don't know what the exact starting date was for this podcast, but there are people popping in here on their 36th month as subs. 36? Three years. I see 26. There was 36 up higher. Sorry. Yeah. Holy shit. Whoa. Yeah. It's been three years? Minimum. Three years and 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 a bit. It really doesn't feel, I would have said two. Yeah, it feels like two. Three? It doesn't feel like three. Yikes, dog. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes is fucking right. We're still going. We're still going. And you know what? On iTunes, I checked the other day because uh, M has an iPhone. And I don't have any Apple products in the house, so I, I never really look at iTunes. I got to look at some review. We actually have a couple of recent reviews that happened. Really? We convinced at least two people in, recently to write reviews. We've got like 120 or 130 and there's only there's still that one motherfucker four star. Yeah, they just and everyone else is five. Hey, the I'm nice not. thing to see though was there were a couple of good reviews that weren't just people that were StarCraft community people because so many of the reviews mentioned like I've been watching these guys since StarCraft. I've been watching these guys since. There's some people who were just they just heard it organically found oh. the podcast and reviewed it. Got like that, which I was happy about. Shoutouts to those organic reviewing motherfuckers out there. What else makes things organically grow, Jeff? Um. Hitting the button that has a... Oh, like button. (laughs) Hit the like button, bro. I am. (laughs) Bro, that ice cream and the the apple crisp is hitting you hard right now. You got that that sugar rush. Adam showed up. I was passed out on the sofa. Passed out, for sure. I've been up since about 6.30 in the morning. Just crushing a nap. Uh, Went went over to a... um, a rental property uh, that I put an offer on and it got accepted. So this morning was um, inspection day. Oh, fun. Yeah. So I went over there and was over there at the inspector. Um, everything looks good. couple of small small things, but nothing nothing major at all. Mm. Uh, so everything went good. So I'm just waiting for the report that will come in. Roof was good. Windows are good. Yeah, everything everything is good. Roof was done eight years ago. So I got redone. How old's the place? It's like uh, 56 years old, I think. Holy smokes, it's getting up there. So no yeah. asbestos in anything. No. Nope. Because 56 would be just on the cusp. Yeah, no no asbestos. Uh, they redid the roof eight years ago, um, redid all the windows uh, five years ago. Did they ever install, not like full-blown <clears throat> HVAC, but like a downstairs, upstairs air exchange or anything at any point? No, it's uh, it's still an older house, so it's like, um, it's it's basically oh. it's on one big furnace. Um, oh, okay. So when you heat that, when you heat upstairs, it heats downstairs. But there's no like fresh air return. There's no anything. Oh, like there that. is. is yeah, there? Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So there is. Yeah, yeah. There's, okay. there's a big. You can see is a big that, vent. That air of home never. They never had. Yeah, yeah. No, they're no. like open the fucking windows. You yeah, want no. some fresh air. No, no, no. There's. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, there's there's a uh, one on each floor. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's like my parents' place. Like yeah. an exhaust on top and and a bottom. Bottom. Yeah. Yep. Um, both units got. Um, Washer and dryers in them. Nice. Um, separate entrances, separate numbers. Fabulous. Um, so all driveway. the work was basically done for you. You just showed up. Well, it was it was a good it was good because one I got it private, um, yeah. so I saved a bunch of money. Of course. Um, and then not only that, um, it was in the family. Yeah. So um, 
you know, the the previous owner, the my uncle, he had passed away years ago. Um, and so his daughter, who inherited the home, mm. um, rather sold it to me to kind of keep the house in the family yeah, to some degree than yeah. just some random, some random, right? So, uh, so that worked out nice, and it, it's, it's also nice that you know the previous owner, so you know what was done to the house exactly. You know everything. So the, it was good and bad. So the bad thing that happened to the house like a year ago is the mm. basement flooded. Oh no! And no, it no. flooded because of the city. The city had fucked up the pipes. What? Um, and there was like uh, it overflowed. So, but the good news is, is once they removed the tenant from there, yeah, the city paid for everything. So they oh, re wow. they remodeled the whole basement, and nobody's I, nobody's moved in yet. You know, the city fucked up bad if the city's paying for a rent. Yeah, well, they did through their insurance or whatever, right? Keep, the city, yeah, yeah. Keep telling that because I got to turn this light on. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Which is by uh, the way at the very top, Elgato. Elgato lighting. Got that one. There you go. Yo, there go hit up. Hey, I never screw up with the sponsors. Come on now. <laughs> Uh, right, it's at the very top, yeah. Just click that bad boy. You guys are going to see the lighting come up here. Oh, that way. Yeah, there you go. Huh? And, and, and it'll, uh, and then it should turn yellow-ish, huh? yellowish light. There you go. Um, so anyway, uh, I don't even know where I was at, but, oh yeah, the flood. So it ended up flooding and, um, Everything uh, everything was redone in the basement, mm. and nobody's lived there yet, so the basement unit oh, wow. is empty. Fresh. Fresh. So I need to rent that out, but that won't be a problem here. No. no. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then the people that live upstairs, mm. they're severely under rent uh, because uh, when she moved out, she got her own place, and she just gave it to a family member to like live up there just to pay the mortgage, essentially. Oh, okay. So this person is literally $400 under market value, just kind of- and everything's included for her. Everything. Heat, water, internet, cable. This girl is literally living. She she hates me right now. She living actually, a dream. She actually hates me right now because living I'm coming in. I gotta I'm coming in and I gotta treat it like a business. Yeah. See you bye to all that extra shit. <laughs> yeah, she's already, she already gave her notice. She's gonna be out uh mm-hmm. end of next month, so um, anyway, the deal is, I don't want to jinx anything because the deal isn't like completely through, but it should be, uh, concrete by Monday or Tuesday. Oh yeah. And then we close uh, mid next month. I somehow doubt that anything is going yeah. to show up. We'll be fine. You'll be fine. We'll be fine. So anyway, that's what I did this morning. Spectacular. Uh, other than that, I tried to muster up the energy to like stream for an hour and a half before the podcast so I could host something over. How'd that go? It didn't go well. There you I go. pretty much got, I pretty much got home. Yeah. I went down to my, my office booted everything up thought about it for three seconds thought about it for about five seconds okay (laughs) and then stared at the monitor realized (laughs) i have no energy whatsoever to do this and for an hour and a half it just wasn't happening that's fine uh and then i was like yeah whatever so i just did some more paperwork sent some stuff out to some banks and my lawyer Mm. and had a few voiceovers come in so that's what i'm going to do after this but other than that chilling that's been my day like a hero how's your day um, I mean, my day wasn't nearly as, as jam packed as yours. I, I, my normal Thursday is literally, I, I wake up, I eat. If M is there, I make us breakfast. I go downstairs. I do the podcast script and list. Mm. And then we leave and come here. <sighs> and that's how the opening part of my day. Cause I always wait for Thursday because I used to do the podcast list on like Wednesday night. Mm. And then I got tired of waking up Thursday and having like 15 More news. news articles roll through yeah. that would like supersede anything I had in there from Wednesday. Yeah. So now I just got what we got wise about it. And I, I wait until almost, almost an hour before I have to leave so that I've maximized what stupid shit is going to happen on Thursday that's going to pop up. Smart. And we always get it. So we get that and that's it. So my Thursdays are usually just podcast until I get home. 
But my week was just, uh, it was another week. Um, Brian, unfortunately, Brina separated with his girlfriend here last week. And so uh, we put the shit games on slow in a bit of a hiatus while uh, he sorted through that mm. and, uh, you know, work on his own little project, keep himself uh, preoccupied. He's, he's working on a, that crazy cockpit. Uh, and yes, uh, that's, coming, that. that's coming along uh, quite nicely. And so uh, I've been playing, uh, I've been doing just Apex offline work Legends. and I then playing Apex, Apex at night. Yeah. Basically is it. It was like I'm doing offline work in the day or in this last week I've been out a lot um, with them in the afternoons doing like errands and shit and then I do Apex at night. And Apex is Apex is is simultaneously in a great place and also like I, I don't know how to describe Apex, but to say that it is It's it Apex. Is, it is a mixture of triple A and then PUBG and then <laughs> question marks as to like how any how some things could come to pass. So it's by far the smoothest game I've ever played in my entire life. And the only thing I can think of that might run smoother than this game would be like Quake and Quake. Well that's about Quake. it. Quake. Yeah. Quake. Uh and uh and it does so impressively because the game looks really fucking good. And then you put it into the con the the, the you put it under the the, uh, the umbrella of a battle royale with how many players are on the map and the size of the map and then you appreciate how smooth it runs and how good it looks even more. But then the audio happens and you go, what the fuck? fuck? Yeah. What is even happening here? Who did they hire and how fast can they fire them to bring in somebody who knows how to do audio? Because you will have guys unloading in your face with full auto assault rifles three to five feet away from you. And it sounds like a wet queef that's happening two kilometers away. Mm. I mean, you barely hear anything. It's so bad that the, a guy can walk up behind you, you will hear nothing, and they could they could get through half a magazine before you realize you're even being shot because the audio hasn't given you any clues. And then you fire your own gun, and you're deaf. And so it's like you, you, you want to turn the audio up to make up for the fact that everything else sounds like a wet queef from two kilometers away, but then you go deaf every time you fire your own gun. Them wet queefs. It's bad. And wet queefs, though. And the positional audio for footsteps is by far the worst in any, and I mean any Battle Royale I've ever played. Doesn't matter if it was Realm Royale, PUBG, or otherwise. If there's one thing PUBG does better than everyone else, it's positional audio. The level of the audio might be a little fucking weird sometimes, but the positional audio is good. <laughs> Apex, you cannot rely. You must well be listening to music in the background the whole time. Because audio means almost nothing. Other than that, I've been enjoying it, having a pretty good time with it, uh, and uh, and uh, I'm surprised you haven't jumped in on the EFT f- the the EFT hype. The fuck is EFT? You know the fucking escape from Tarkov. Oh, oh, is that? What, oh, is, I never saw that acronym be used. You've before. never seen EFT? No, everyone always just calls it Tarkov in my chat. Damn, it's yeah. EFT everywhere. I see. Oh, it probably is. Yeah. It's just when people mention it in my chat, which is about the only place I ever see it. Uh, okay, it's just Tarkov. They just I'm call surprised it Tarkov. you haven't hopped on that train because it's very slow and methodical. It's and, well, and yeah, it's, it's very it's, unforgiving. It's the closest to PUBG, right? In terms of it's dark. Play. It's Dark Souls PUBG edition, bro. Kind of, yeah. It's, it's actually what it is, but it's too slow for me, too methodical for me. Mm. Um, and. 
Have you played it? Uh, no, but I've watched a fair play amount it. of it. I've watched. Try it. One thing that I do like it. about it, and I've I've played I play a little I play like maybe once a week, like just mm. off stream with a couple guys. Mm. Um, is it's um it's rewarding and it's it's a uh, it gets your blood going. It's like high octane, but it's in a it's like when when things are slow, it doesn't feel slow because you're so on edge. That like yeah. you're in this constant state of. That's also part of why I don't play it. Is that like, I, yeah. that like I don't. It's literally it. You're if I'm streaming game for six to eight hours and it's going to make me this the whole time. Yeah, it's like watching uncut gems, but for eight straight hours, yeah. I just die. Well, the, 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 well, the, the good news is, is it is there's a bit there's quite a bit of downtime in between games because yeah. you're like going through your loot and fucking switching in different things and I'm surprised it does as well as it does in streaming because there is so much downtime even when you're in a match mm. there's a fair amount of just yeah nothing yeah happening but it, there's something there is something that viewers enjoy watching about it and I may play it in the future for I sure I fucks with that more than I fucks with Apex or or Apex PUBG. has some really fucking whack balance issues right now and i mean i don't mean that like lightly i mean uh, i can't think of a single game that i have won if i had to go up against a gibraltar mm. isn't he like the super tanky guy gibraltar's the guy yeah so gibraltar is the sum total of, bo- of about every useful ultimate in the game mm. in one character sweet with added bonus of having a higher health pool Oh, there you go. So it's a win-win. A higher health pool, a personal shield whenever he aims down sight that has a shield first. So you have to break through that. Then you break. Then you get to his actual armor that he's wearing. Mm. Then he has a bubble shield that he puts for everyone else mm. on his team. Mm. Then on top of that, he has Bangalore's alt, which is like an airstrike, mm. except it happens in like two seconds instead of seven seconds. So he's Bangalore's. good. So he's good. But also, there's more. When that alt hits you, it basically kills your shields purple down to zero in one hit, kills you in about three hits, while also stunning and slowing you the exact same way as Bangalore's does, except Bangalore's does like one-tenth the fucking damage. So, I... (laughs) There's no... He's good inside, outside, early game, late game, with a team, without a team. If you're by yourself as, as a gib and you're in the late game, and let's say it's two teams fighting at the end, and it's the last three squads. It's you, by yourself, your teammates are dead. Mm. There's two squads. If you have your ult, you can actually just win the game. If they're fighting close quarters enough, which often the end game is that, you ult in their general direction, and you just win games. Hey, it's the dream. So there's some broken shit going on. However, I've been having a pretty good time. And yeah, Foxy just mentioned, like I was mentioning the audio, I literally was listening to the Democratic debate last night when I won a game. Perfect. That tells you how important the audio is. And I did 2,000 damage in that game. You want to know what's really important? Hitting that like button. Twice. Three times, actually, because the twice would be unlike. Yeah, so don't, three times. don't hit it twice. Hit it, it, it once, but if you're going to... An wanna, odd number of times. Yes, if you want to finger bang it, you can do three, five, seven, nine, eleven. Keep it odd. Just keep it odd so that, right. that, that like continues. That what do we got? Week. What do we got in gaming? We got some stuff. I mean, I dragged that on a little bit because, honestly, this week has been pretty slow. But with some stuff that, as Damn. always, you and I... We can drag it out if we need to. Hey, or we could just not drag it out. Well, I don't mean like three and a half hours drag it oh, out. Oh, okay, I'm not, yeah. I'm not right. crazy right now. All right, yeah. Right. 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 Get my headphones, Jeff. 
Ooh. We're starting it right off with some video. By Ooh. the way, I apologize uh, again. Last week, the VR segment that we did uh, with the, the lady that oh, was revisiting. Yeah. Copyright. Um, for the first time ever in the 10 years we've been on YouTube, with or without copyrighted stuff in there if we were doing it for commentary or otherwise, first time ever that somebody didn't just claim it for revenue, they blocked it globally. Boom. You could not put the entire podcast up for 49 seconds of that 10-minute video that we were doing commentary over, which is so far inside the bounds of fair use that it's not even funny. Is that we're not hey, they dead want, center. They want to make sure that their little setup of bringing some child back to life was getting the views on their video and nobody else's. Fucking wild. So we cut out the 49 seconds. They're in it for the money, buddy. Yeah, it's, it's MB, NBC. It's a Korean media conglomerate yeah. that does like the Korean, some K-pop shit. Yeah, they can go lick my left. They testy. can they can suck my virtual nuts straight and up. My real nuts straight up. And then when I'm dead, you can bring them back in VR and <laughs> suck them again. <laughs> All right, Starcraft Ghost. So uh, if, for those of you who don't remember this, because maybe you're just too young, Starcraft Ghost <laughs> was a game that was announced. I mean, my God, early 2000s? E Starcraft Ghost. Like 2003, 2004. Was it that long ago? Somewhere in there, okay. I want to say. And then it, it got announced and talked about, and then uh, we saw very scant anything about it, and then it got delayed and delayed, and then it just disappeared. Mm. It, just, it just disappeared. It was indefinitely uh, put on hold, uh, and then people just stopped talking about it. And so... Um, yeah, there was an ad on the Warcraft 3 CD for StarCraft Ghost. Yeah, that was wild. There you go. So, uh, that, well, that would make it 2003, I think. So, yeah, so we have footage that got leaked of StarCraft Ghost, as well as a dev build of the game that got leaked on 4chan that is now being downloaded, obviously, several times. And so I suspect we're going to learn lots as people dissect the hell out of whatever this is. Oh. Uh, but we have some video here. That will probably end up getting us blocked globally again. That we're gonna watch some snippets of and do commentary over within the confines I, of fair use. I don't think I don't think Blizzard will fucking. It's not even Blizzard's video. That's why it will be blocked. Uh, it's some random dude that has three like uh, thirty subscribers, but this video has three hundred and something thousand views. He's getting his, he's getting his views in. He's getting his views in. No conversion on the subs though. Uh, okay. Salty, salty about the lack of conversion on hey, those subs. Just make that money quick and get out. You know, make your get three, four hundred bucks and bounce. I'll at least tell you who the guy is, just to be fair. Uh, so you know, we've, we've got uh, it's uh, Delso Bezerra, seventy-nine subs with three hundred twenty thousand views on this video. So this is the game here. So this is the game here. So we'll just we'll we'll skip around a bit, but. Uh, Adjutant, patch me through to the Bucephalus. Immediately. Starcraft vibes, talking to the adjutant. Visually not a bad looking game Who for leaked the time. This? Probably Blizzard. Yeah. Like, please stop talking about Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> this gameplay reminds me of like, um... This is Stomp Clancy's Splinter Cell. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what everyone thought it was going to be at the time anyway, because in that era, like 2003, that was like Splinter Cell was just coming out, it was popular. Oh, look at the aim. Oh. Alright, well that was painful. Don't judge the game based on this horrible aim. B. What system? Searching. 
Oh, this is Xbox. Xbox, huh? It kind of does look like an Xbox game. It does. I think it looks good. Dude. 2003 for a console game? This guy has never used a controller before. He is struggling. No, never once. He's used to PC. Yeah. So is the full game leaked? No, just whatever dev build they had. So whatever complete. Uh. I have no idea the level of completion that that would be. I have no idea, like, what it will entail. But it would contain the vast majority of the assets and things like that. People will pick it apart, I'm sure. Um. Or build their own version. <laughs> Use the PlayStation Dream to, uh... There you go, you figured out her name. But this is basically just some running gun stuff. I don't even know in this build how much, like, there's actual, like, the missions work. Like, I don't know if there's, like, how much interaction exists. Mm. Damn, the entire... This is Infested Terrence. Yeah. So there you go. So that was uh, that was a, a little look at uh, the footage that's out. That uh, for now, there's probably going to be more, and then again, some in-depth look at it. I'm sure somebody's going to pick the ever-living shit apart. Uh, oh, for sure. Out of it, and uh, we will uh, we will learn more. But interesting. I mean, that's a that's a game that uh, I know. I, at the time, was very interested in because, again, Splinter Cell was very popular at the time. That style of, uh, of kind of the stealth action gameplay mm. was, was kind of at its peak. Mm. Uh, and I thought, I always loved Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell 1 and 2 I thought were dope games. Uh, I was always sad when we didn't get uh, more of that. Uh, we have gotten, obviously, some here in, in more recent uh, times. But, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, what do you think? Should they have should they have gone ahead based on what you just saw there? Should they have gone ahead and completed StarCraft Ghost or was it a good idea that they they buried that bitch 16 feet deep? I In terms of like gameplay footage, like if I'm putting myself back in like the early 2000s, it looked good. Like it looked fine, it looked playable. Um but I think the reality is is nobody's nobody asked for it. And mm. I, I think StarCraft is one of those games that needed to stay RTS. Um, it was already sort of a niche game to begin with. Like, mm. the like, yeah, sure, it's a big game, but when I say niche, I mean that in, like... Well, the genre, even when it was popular, was not... Was not, a, was not the most popular not a genre. not of, of, of the genres, no. no. So now you're going to do a spin-off, and you're going to kind of jump into the... Yeah. You know, into a different type of genre yeah. on the backs of... Uh, uh, a character and, a, and an IP that the majority of people don't know about. The The only thing that they could do is use the Blizzard name. I mean, when was the last time, like back in the day, would that have been their first console game since StarCraft 64? Yes. You know, Blizzard, uh, I I think they're, they're, they should stick with PC. Mm. I think they, you know... Uh, I I think they made the right decision. It probably would have been something they would have lost money on, and um, but you, you know, know at the time, I mean, um, at the time, and you know, I I agree with that because at the time, PC gaming was, uh, it was like PC gaming was still lending itself to a very specific set of genres, mm. uh, and uh, only a handful of titles that were console games that made it to the PC as well or were PC going to console, 
um, because PCs were just expensive as fuck. Yeah, like they're still expensive now, but you can easily super expensive. You can thing. easily enter into a game a PC gaming market right now without spending a hell of a lot more than buying a console. Yeah, you know maybe two or three hundred dollars more, yeah. and you're getting a better version of what you would with the consoles. But not only that, that's possible because so many games are being developed for the PC. Yeah. And that's also been helped by the fact that PC and consoles are now working within the same x86 architecture. And so porting is a million times easier. Yeah. And so uh, at the time, yeah, you're right. Like you were saying, Blizzard's always been on a PC uh, hype. Not always. I mean, it's early game days were consoles, but it's bread and butter. Yeah. It's PC gaming. I, I mean, it's not Super Nintendo it's days not, anymore. It's, it's not Super Nintendo ga- days anymore. Yeah, no. Blizzard, I don't even think that their name would have held all that much weight in a different world, in the yeah. console world. Yeah. Like, to make up for the fact that nobody really knows or cares about what StarCraft is. Um, and to be honest with you, it's 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 such a, a lackluster game and an idea mm. that I believe that even StarCraft diehards and fans of RTS wouldn't, like even, wouldn't even have guaranteed a purchase. Yeah, like if you can't even hook in your main demographic, and let's be real, people that play StarCraft are were diehard and still are diehard StarCraft players. Yeah. I could guarantee you there would be a fairly large percentage of people that would have no interest, zero interest whatsoever in buying StarCraft Ghost. Yeah, uh, just from what it looks like because it's so different from what they're used to. Yeah, and the mentality also of a StarCraft player and a competitive esport player is. I only can play one game. Mm. It's like when you play WoW or you play RuneScape or you play StarCraft or you play I only War- have time for I only one got game. time for one. That's yeah. it, man. My my time after school, my time after work, uh, I'm training to become, you know, a pro or whatever the case may be. You only got time in your life for one motherfucking purpose and it's grinding that game. Yeah. So to even get StarCraft players to want to take the time out, spend the money, maybe even buy a console. Because then you're yeah. also talking about people that might not even be console gamers. They'll literally just be PC folks, right? So I think ultimately, dude, I think they made the right decision. Yeah. But as a fan of StarCraft, yeah, I would have I would have liked to have seen it come out, especially now what I'm seeing what it looks like. What, what, it intrigues me a little what, bit. What if they were releasing this for a, a two-prong? That's two come prong, over the phone. Two-prong attack, Jeff. Two-prong. On one, please God stop talking about Warcraft 3 Reforged. And two... Let's see if the market now, after seeing this, if there's interest in this game, because now we can put it on the PC, because this type of game lives on the PC, and we could make it using the StarCraft engine that exists now, uh, use our assets that exist now, and maybe turn out a game in a reasonable amount of time that, that may uh, generate some interest in, in a brand of StarCraft that they can't make much money on anymore. Mm. I, I think they'd have to go mobile. I think it'd have to be StarCraft Ghosts on the phone, no mm-hmm. PC. Mm-hmm. Um, it could even look very similar to what that looked like, and it would still... Oh, it would look better than that. Obviously. Yeah. yeah it would look exceptionally better. But, yeah. you know, I, I think that that type of game right now for my phone, that's something I'd download for 10 bucks and play yeah. it. Yeah. Um, PC wise, you want to release that for thirty nine ninety nine? There isn't a fucking chance in all of. Oh, hell. I don't mean releasing this, but like, like yeah. taking the idea, scrapping all of that, but that, yeah. uh, like, and building a new game yeah, nah. and just calling it StarCraft Ghost. No, nah, ain't working. Okay, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know the answer to that either. I mean, I know that, I know that um, the stealth action genre 
is relatively lucrative insofar as that the Hitman franchise has done extraordinarily well here recently in like the last few years. Yeah. Uh, where they keep churning out content and it's getting bought up significantly. Yeah. Um, and we have seen uh, the newer uh, Tom Clancy games do Bruh, very well as well. We ain't getting nothing creative out of Blizzard ever again. I'm, it's ogre. It's all ogre. It's 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 a pipe dream. <laughs> it's dead, bro. I think it makes sense for the. I, I think it makes sense though. Like if they were to go to put, if they're going to put a small team on this, use what they have available to them to get more money out of the StarCraft license that they are sitting on right now, because the StarCraft game itself ain't it. They're not going to make any real money on StarCraft anymore. Mm. In fact, they just spent a whole bunch of money just to separate themselves from from that version of StarCraft. Yeah. Um, that it would be sensible to do something like this. Um, I'm not sold on it, but hey, that looked cool for well, you know. for what it was back in the day. Rest in peace, StarCraft Ghost. Rip StarCraft Ghost. Uh, Sony is closing the official PlayStation forums as well as their mobile uh, Xperia forums, etc. So, like, company-wide, Sony is axing all their forums, uh, and then support is just going to have to be found elsewhere. Um... I guess the the general the general idea from them has been that in the world of social media forums are not useful anymore or nobody's using forums anymore, um, which is a I don't agree with that at all. Um, I don't even use forums that much, but when I do, especially when they're official forums like a like the Sony's official forum or like the official forum for a game or something like that, they're hella fucking busy. Mm. Um, because it's, and it's got to be one of the most useful tools because it allows for users to aid other users with technical problems without even the intervention of the company. Yeah. You don't see that shit happening on social media. You don't go to Twitter or you don't search Google and you don't get like a tweet that comes up that answers the problem that you have. Yeah. It's a forum post that somebody made from five years ago. Yeah, and there's an- people and it's have an answered. answer. Yeah, and and you use it and it's relative uh, or, or rele- uh, relevant. And so, uh, I I think it's I think it's crazy at the bare minimum because it uh, it alleviates some of the people trying to go directly to them all yeah, the time. Saves them for money. Help. <laughs> uh, and. I, I just don't I just don't see the the thought process of it, and I still don't uh, I don't agree with the fact that nobody uses forums. Forums are still super fucking active on the internet for that very reason. They're long form. Yeah, social media is not long form. You want to do anything long form in a discussion within a community? A forum is the place to do it. Yeah, that's where you go to do that. Hey, shit. somebody out there wants to make some money, make a website de- dedicated to helping Sony people out. Make your own forum. And make your own official place where people can ask questions and get answers, and 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 you might be the only one out there. I just think mostly, honestly, I think probably the reason why is like people just use Reddit. I think they'll be like, you know, I think they're banking on other people doing their job for them. Well, that's and, what that's well, that's what it yeah, is, and, and they don't want to pay for and they don't want to pay the, the yeah, forum, that, which and they also have to keep an eye on the forums yeah. because you don't know what people are posting. You yep. know, you uh, you saw you saw it with Blizzard with yep. with with, uh, with refunding money. Well, you know those those type of things where people are like, hey, motherfuckers. It fuck also them all. gives yeah. Well, it gives it gives a, a, the the cynical person would look at this and go, okay, well, partially it's because they don't want to have to moderate the forums mm-hmm. for the general reasons of moderating a forum. Uh, and but but then a cynical person would say that you know it's it might be more than that where it's hey, 
uh, we don't want to have people on our official forums shitting all over our products. Yeah, that makes sense too. Um, keep the negativity keep off the, the negativity, forum. Ne- negativity off of our brand's forums. When you go, when you go and Google, hey, my my game keeps freezing, and you go, and then on Google, the first search place is like an official forum on their website. Not a good look. No, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. But then the question, you know, the the thing that I would, you know, if I'm if I'm heading up the company, or am I I'm in management, and I look at this and I go, okay, well, yeah, we can get rid of this, but what are we doing here? Not everyone that 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 has yeah. an issue on the forum is making shit up. That's true. So we're just bur- Are we just going to ignore that we have some problems? Are we just going to get rid of this forum so that we can bury our fucking heads collectively in the sand and just march on and be like, "Yeah, we're fucking dope"? When we're yeah, not, I don't agree with this. I think it's fucking stupid. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I think yeah. they should leave forums up there and and I I like Reddit when I when I look for uh, any kind of help and whatnot. Reddit is probably about 30% of what shows up. The vast majority of the time, it's on an official forum somewhere that somebody's posted it because yeah. it makes fucking sense. Yep. Um, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Uh, I think they're the, the reasoning is, is poor. Um, but it is it what, is it, what is. it is as, as the saying goes, as the saying goes, you know, what else is what it is. Atlas continues to not learn how video game culture works on the internet in the year of our Lord 2020, Jeff. I don't know if you remember this, but when Atlas released Persona 5, they had a very fucking specific rule set for streaming the game. They had a homeowners association of streaming for their game. Putting up, like, screenshots, anything. Like, there was, it was so fucking... And it's the only company who has ever done anything remotely like that. And and this is going to sound super racist, but it's the fucking Japanese developers always have the weirdest shit mm. for all of their games. That like doesn't this. sound racist. It just it, it just, just it is what it is. This is they just it, they're behind on the times, bro. It's it's they. I don't know what it is about Japanese devel- developers. I don't know if it's a cultural thing or or what, but it's like they think that they live inside of a fucking vacuum mm. and. They want to sell their games and have them be popular everywhere in the world, mm-hmm. but they want to like somehow do that on their terms, yeah, and not and not the terms in which selling it in other countries how how media is consumed, uh, and how you become even more successful in those other countries. It's like they only want it to happen. Well, that's it. You've, like it happened in 1967. Yes, you've so, you've literally solved the Rubik's cube. That's just they are quite literally uh, taking global marketing. For their own backyard, and they're ex- they're expecting everybody to consume the way that only the way that they, they want. That's the only consumed. way they consume. So, uh, when they did that for Persona Five, eventually they had to backpedal a bit because the internet quite oh, literally yeah. reamed them, reamed them for it. Yeah, rightfully and, so. And, and the the shitty part was it was Atlas Japan that was making the decisions, mm. and everyone in North America, of course, their only point of contact is the North American Atlas who does the localization and stuff like that, but they make zero decisions. Mm-hmm. And they were doing, they were caught in the middle yeah. of the the users and the Japanese headquarters while they're over here dealing with all this shitstorm. And all I can say is, guys, we didn't, we didn't we have make nothing these to do rules. With this. This is, this all is... we can say is that it's... it's Sorry? <laughs> we can't do anything 
about, uh, about it. Like we we uh, we're sorry, but we can't. Yeah, our hands are tied. And um, their handling of it was just so bad. And then they finally backpedaled a bit, eased it, and then in the at the uh, in the end, it's like they never enforced half the shit anyway. Like I never heard of anyone getting DMCA'd. Or, or whatever the fuck. It's like it never happened. So I don't know if they like, after all that fire happened, they went, ooh, if we do this, if we actually go after somebody, mm. you know, what's that really going to result in? And But at the same time, I don't even know. It's like a scare tactic, man. That's, a, that's what like it was. It's like saber rattling. Yeah. That's what, uh, that's so, but again, they're doing it again. Persona 5, Scramble, the Phantom Strikers. I don't know what the fuck this is, if it's like a sports spinoff or whatever the fuck. They're, they milked the shit out of Persona 5, and they got Persona 5 Royal coming soon as well. Uh, has got another nice little, uh, 10 commandments, God given to Moses to, oh. to carve into stone and scream from the mountaintops. Jeff, you ready for these? Yeah, I'm ready. Hit me with them. Uploading screenshots or videos requires you to use the console's own capture and share functions. Atlas will not allow screenshots or video captured via personal capture cards. Only upload videos to sites supported by the sharing features on Switch and PS4. If you are showing event scenes or story scenes, you must clearly mention that there are spoilers. Footage and screenshots should not be sh- should also show uh, the the uh, Atlas Sega Koei Tecmo games all rights reserved. Do not use the gameplay footage for any other purpose other than showing gameplay. Do not only upload the BGM and music data or use gameplay footage for the main purpose of listening to the music. Uploading gameplay to sites that require subscription services or payments to browse is counted as using gameplay for monetary purposes. Do not use the gameplay footage to slander other people. If Atlas requests you to remove the video, please remove the video. Videos that Atlas deem are unacceptable will be deleted or taken off from the viewing. Queries into this matter may or may not be answered by Atlas. If the streaming or uploading of uh, gameplay leads to monetary loss, Atlas does not hold any responsibility, nor will they pay any monetary compensation. And finally, players are not allowed to share anything about the game's endgame or anything afterwards. I got a hot take, bro. Hit me. They're doing all this for a shit game no one gives up. Fuck about. Mm, mm. There's my hot take. Mm, There's my mm, motherfucking hot take. Mm, this ain't a motherfucking rock star release. Mm, this isn't a goddamn Call of Duty. This isn't a fucking. Mm, this is Persona 5. Mm, let's keep it a hundred. Mm. This, they need. They need. They all... need every fucking goddamn eyeball. It is like they're forcing their game to continue to be this small. If you want to talk cult, about niche, the Shin Megami Tensei games and the Persona games in particular are they're a as niche of a close niche, bro. to niche as you can possibly fucking get for as dope as the art and everything about them are, and as good as those games are, they are ultra niche. Hyper fucking niche, and if you're gonna do that and go go out into the world knowing that already, and then put this kind of shit out, that's going to hamper the spreading of the love by your niche community to show other people the game and be positive about it. You're fucking high. You're living. You're literally living 
fifty years in the fucking past. Yeah, it smells like it smells like um it smells like Japan, Jeff. Yeah. It smells like some uptight fucking movie director with a stick up his ass. That's that's where, the Japanese Where he goes man. where he where he or she goes, Hey, this movie is only gonna be showed at the most prestigious viewings, theaters in certain parts of the world, where we're gonna do some invite only, where the ends of the ends I don't want my shit in any Cineplex. I don't want my shit in any main chains. I want it in privately owned, old style theater. That's it. Stadium seating. That's it. Up and bottom row. And I want specifically people to be dressed in period costumes. Yes. So as to look like this is the dawn of the cinematic experience. And I want at least one old white rich man murdered in a balcony. That's actually what, minimum. That's what this this is. That's a great analogy. That's what they're doing. Why? If you got a great game, why not have the world see it? Do they not understand how the fucking world works now in video games? Yes. Where if if you if you literally show off how amazing your game is, guess what? More people buy it. We are trained as gamers in 2020. Yeah. That we are not concerned about spoilers on a video game. We know they exist. If we want to go and see what the fuck happens, we know exactly where to go. Yes. We know exactly where to look, and we'll consume that. If we don't, we don't go near it. We just fucking play the game. Nobody's that interested in your cock-sucking game that they're going to go, Oh, I'm going to go ahead and record this footage and put it up on YouTube and show it to the world. And even if they did, the only fucks that would care about it are the ones that will click on the goddamn thing yes. to watch it. You have to go out of your way you to find it. You have to go out of your it. way to fucking look for it. <laughs> this, like, this isn't, in the, the funny thing is, it's like as far as spoilers go, the thing that, pe- that are, that are going to spoil people will be a random tweet. Yes. That's just words. Yes. It's not game footage. Yes. It's not live stream. Yes. It's not commentary. Iron Man dies at Endgame. Yes. Fuck! Fuck! You don't see the picture. No! You see some asshole that just rolled Nobody's up Nobody's got fucking- a fan cam in the theater with with Spider-Man going, ha! Yeah. Ha! Ha! No! No, it's not it's how- It's three letters! Yeah. yeah. Somebody in my Twitch chat, Iron Man dies! Game over! And I can guarantee you right now, not a single person in fucking Twitch chat history- it's going over into people's chats, spamming the ending unless, to Persona 5. Unless, unless they're watching Persona 5 yes. on the Twitch. Yes. And, then, and then as the fucking streamer, you put it in some only mode or you fucking have an insta ban for anybody that tries to fucking ruin it. Which it's is done. for any game. It's done. Any game. Any game. Fuck them. It's fucking bad. It's fucking bad. You know, it's sad. A it's lot sad of people, for- and, and it's sad because Persona Five actually did extraordinarily well for them because Persona Four did really well and it opened up everyone to Persona, and then they did Persona Five and they had massive push for it and it sold millions and millions and millions of copies, and then they went and did that in shit. Japan. No, no, no. It actually does better outside of Japan than in Japan. <sighs> I don't, dude. My and then the people I hear about talking about Persona, it goes as far as you. Uh, well. That's <laughs> in the world of in the world of video games. Right, let's put this in the context. I mean, when we say millions, and millions. I mean, I think it probably went. I want to say it went north of five, seven million copies, which for 
a game of that niche? It's good. It's, you it's, hit it's, five to seven million copies? Imagine what they could do if they just let people fucking do this what This is my point! Is it just it triple just their let fucking, it fucking sales. Go. Literally. And it's a, and it's a good game to watch because it's story based, character based, and it's and it's like visually and, and the music is fucking amazing. And then they do this. Mm. It's like what world are they fucking what year are they living in? It's crazy. And it's only ever the Japanese developers that pull this shit. And it's because they still don't fucking understand, and it's like they want to leave money on the table. They're still in the mindset. You know what they're in the mindset of? It's like they're in the mindset of the uh, the music industry. Whereas like the music industry is over here. It's like, oh my god, well if we don't get a clamp, we don't clamp down on don't listen to my legal so- downloads. Don't listen to my song. We're never ever ever going to make any money again. And then you look at their financials and go, oh shit, they had a record year. It's insane. It's the same mindset. It's the it's the if people consume this for free, it assumes two <clears throat> things. One, that if they consume it for free, it meant that they ever for a moment even considered purchasing the thing in the first place. Mm-hmm. Which if they're consuming it for free means they probably weren't going to buy it anyway. Correct. Two, they're thinking about it and they want to see it to sell to them see on see if it. they're going to be sold on it yeah. and then they actually buy, buy the fucking game. Yes. Crazy, huh? Wild. Next. There's just one more one more note to this. Oh my god. How much money are streamers getting paid specifically to stream video games? A lot. A lot. And why? Promotion. They want to sell you on it. Because here's a piece. How much more targeted do you get? You don't than a viewer watching their favorite streamer play a new game. There is no more targeted. That is as hyper targeted as you get. And there's an emotional connection because it's the streamer playing it. Yep. And you're more likely to take their Mm-hmm. When they're having fun, you're going, holy shit. If they're having fun doing it, I'm gonna have fun doing it. And the fact that they don't allow that to happen is not retargeted. It's retargeted. Several at the end of that. Japan, come on. Fucking Atlas, wake the fuck up. Uh, oh, here's a goodie. Talking about living in 1967. Ninja. Look at that face. I love that. What a hero. I love that face. It's a great face. Nice hair. Is it, though? I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying it. I mean, uh, he can rock it. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't rock it. I actually just don't even have that much hair to rock it in the first place. Jeff Ninja said some. Uh, what did Ninja uh, an, say? An inflammatory. Ninja is so phil- philosophical. For some people. Uh, and I responded to this on Twitter. I didn't respond to it because I found it particularly horrific. I just thought that it was worded poorly. Ninja has been getting more and more philosophical on his Twitter as of late. It's what happens when you make all that money. You know, you make all that money. Now you go. You know he's what? Thinking man? about life, Jeff. Yeah, he's like, you and know he's what? Really thinking hard about life. I mean, listen. When you make thirty million dollars like that, yeah, and you've already made tens of millions beforehand. Beforehand, and and God only knows with Adidas deals and fucking Red Bull deal. Listen, when you're when you're pulling in, you know, ten to thirty million dollars a year. You start asking yourself some life questions. You start to go deep. It's, the day no longer becomes 
damn, I got to work today. I got, I got, I got this, this, and this. It starts to become, what is life? Yeah, that's actually what it starts because what else? You know that you know. Just think about the normal well, person. Yeah, that, like in the in the like the things that we go through. Well, on a you regular start business. asking like, "What is life?" Because you've gotten so high up Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you are you are kissing yes. the edge of self actualization. Yes, and just to get that last piece, you have to ask the question: What is, what life? is life? Because if you don't have that, at you're not going to get that last piece. You're not because you got everything else. You're already you're you're ninety eight percent up the top of that pyramid, Jeff. You just need to get two more that percent last there. two percentage points. So you just start asking yourself these questions. Yep. You start getting a life coach. You start doing things. You get a life coach. <laughs> you get a life coach, and he get he gets you to do an hour of meditating a day. You pay this life coach like he goes eight thousand dollars an hour. Yeah, you just get a life coach because you can. Yeah, you know, life coach. Life coach wears uncomfortably short shorts, and life coach is just trying to get to where you're at. Has like a top bun. So what he does is he just comes up with all kinds of weird bullshit to sprinkle into your brain to get you to thinking about stuff to make it, it feel like, like a flower department at Canadian Tire. It's literally it. And so Ninja right now, he's going through a phase. He got that big check. Yeah. And now he's just going through a phase right now. He's 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 trying to help people. Yeah. I, and, 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 and he's trying to help himself. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to he's trying to I see what Ninja's doing here. What does this quote say? This quote says the phrase, it's just a game, is such a weak mindset. Mm. You are okay with what ha- okay, first of all, this next sentence is worded horribly. So if it sounds weird, I apologize. You are okay with what happened. Losing. Imperfection of a craft, period. When you stop getting angry after losing, you've lost twice. There's always something to learn, and always room for improvement. Never settle. Grammatically, he needs a, he needs a grammar coach, first of all. Even for Twitter, this is a bit rough. If you're going to get philosophical, at least be grammatically he needs a P, He needs a PR person. That too. He needs somebody that literally goes, Ninja, stop tweeting shit <laughs> until you send it over to me. All right, because not only do you look fucking stupid, and there's already a, a a really bad misconception of gamers being fucking sweaties down in their basement that didn't go to school. You're adding to that right now. The level, the the amount of sweat that's dripping off this tweet right now, bro. I am half retargeted. That's Richard, and my grammar is better than that. That's Richard Richard Simmons in the '80s doing workout vi- videos. Yes, sweaty yes. Right now it's very sweaty. Yes. So you know he needs to start with a PR person and not his wife. Because that ain't working out. Because you know what? He wrote this tweet laying in bed next to his wife. And he's gone over it 30 or 40 times. And he even added in commas there and stuff. Just really, really going through it. Still fucked it up. I'm surprised he didn't try to use a semicolon at some point. Should have. Sometimes people, when they, when they want to look smart, they try and throw in a semicolon. And there's about three people in the history of writing that have ever properly used a semicolon. And it's never the person trying to look smart. Jeff, this is a this is a mixture of there's a there's there's the right idea in here. Yes, yes. Veiled in some horrible icing. That's why you need a PR person. Just hey, I'm all down for motivating ninja. Uh, 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 Motiv- kidding, motivation. Mo- motivation ninja. Keeping, all right. Keeping, yeah, yeah. You know, come on out, ninja. Yeah. Let you got you got a bunch of young kids following you. That's right. Tell, tell them they can follow their dreams. Tell them to work hard. Tell them to never settle. That's right. Tell them to do all that stuff. That's right. But while you do that, make sure. That you that you you give your message across because what this looks like is, hey, ten year olds that are playing Fortnite, when yeah. you lose, get angry, get very angry that you lost. Yes, get angry, smash a keyboard and tell your mom. Well, Nick just said I need to get angry to get better. Literally says it's That's, a weak mindset. Yes, don't 
to I, not do it that way. And here's the thing. Guys like us, yeah. you know, the we're older, we yeah. get what he's trying to go for here, and I can appreciate it, you know, at its at its core. But you're not speaking to me and Adam here. Well, I well, I I can appreciate I can appreciate it to a degree, but I think I get what he's saying, but I also don't 100% agree with what he's saying. I, I know what he's I saying. I agree I appreciate the back half of this this yes. statement. Yes. The front half is basically a dumpster fire. He could have literally just got rid of the first half completely and, and just, just said and there's just always that. something to learn and always room for improvement, never settle. Maybe turn that second last comma into a period. <laughs> Other than that, Great. Nailed it. Yeah. That's it. But the idea behind, I, when, I, when I tweeted this, I talked about it the other day, the idea, the idea behind uh, when you lose to get angry and the, and the is, is like, is almost a parody to me at this point mm. of like the old 1960s, 70s basketball coach. It's a halftime, and the yeah. team is down, and they're down in the dumps, and you get in, and he goes, "You gotta get angry! You gotta get in there, in there and fucking get gut check time! You gotta get in there! Ah, get angry and get out there and win! Like you have to go get out angry there and to get win. the ball, son! Go out like, there and get the ball! And that's just, it's don't take no for an answer. Anger, anger. There's a there's a difference between between recognizing that. You have faults and need to tackle them, and that losing should bother. It's not that losing should make you angry. It's that it's more about the point that that you should always take losing as a point to learn from. Mm. You do not, under any circumstances, ever any individual. I don't fucking care the objective. Nobody has to get angry to be able to learn something about a mistake ever. You cannot care about something, and mm. that would be unfortunate, but the opposite of not caring mm. is not anger. Mm. Anger does not always equate to equaling passion for something. Mm. Sometimes it just means that you're emotionally idiotic mm. and don't know how to process what's happening yeah. without just getting rageful yeah. and angry. Yeah. It's fine, but using anger as a long-term motivator yeah. is garbage yeah. and it has never worked. It will never work. It will burn you out faster otherwise. Yeah. And any sports psychologist, anyone that has three brain cells to rub together to make a fucking fire and that knows how to use a comma would not tell you that anger is the key to being able to recognize and further yourself and make sure that you stay hungry and get out there. Mm. It's, just not it's just not necessary. Mm. And more mistakes are made when you're angry than when you're not angry. Mm. When's the last time that you were super pissed and you made a decision that it was a good choice? Mm. It's rare. The only time I can see that is for, like, you know, fighters. You know, some people need to be in an angry mindset before they fight. Some people, they'll legitimately work themselves up or create issues out of non-issues to, like, get into a fighting type shit. But these are very, very, very specific and borderline. Very few people can can control their yeah. anger in a fight yeah. and not have it turn out to be well, bad. And that's the thing. And that's the thing. You can't fight angry. No. But some people need to get angry to motivate them to like push them to uh, 
to you know it's like it's like that it's like that thing where you know hey you get bullied in school and you go you know what fuck these guys yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, out of anger I'm gonna prove these assholes wrong mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking make more money than them mm-hmm. I'm gonna fuck their wives I'm gonna fucking do all this shit that's <laughs> but that's what some people that's what some people do right they get angry and they they work hard based from anger and then next thing you know what they're in you know they're in therapy for fucking well, that's you know the problem, uh, is that they at, might you know, they might get some success out of it yeah yeah but, but they're going they're going that's an unhealthy yeah, it, way of processing things some people need to get angry to get to a point but then they realize that the anger doesn't create the fulfillment no. there it, it, it's it's just a, an excuse and a um that that's that's what it is it, it, all it is is just a driving force i think instead of him using the word anger he should have said, you know, um, when you stop getting like fired up, you know, when you when you um, he should have used a different type of word that can that still kind of holds the the aggressiveness or the or the power um, or the force that anger uh, brings. But in more of a positive uh, way that isn't so destructive um, and can be perceived to legitimately you no. Know, it's just like, hey. You having a bad time in your marriage? Hey, get angry. Uh, you know, get angry because when you stop getting angry that things aren't working, then things aren't going to work out. You know, get angry and get, you know, and get that shit fixed. You don't you you, you don't do that. You no. don't do that. And there's already in video games, there's already a really really bad uh <laughs> sentiment when it comes to anger in video games. Listen, we all get angry. Yes, uh, we get it. But I think we can all agree that even when we get angry in video games, it is not the best trait. It usually doesn't no. feel very good. No, nobody's. It's not good for your opponent. It's not no. good for you. No, uh, it's toxic. It's just actually not a good thing. That, like we get it. It gets competitive. You get fired up. You, you know, you, your adrenaline goes and your fucking testosterone goes or whatever. We get that. But when you lose in a game of Fortnite and you're 12 years old. You don't need to get angry. You're playing a video game. Yeah. You know, relax a little bit. We get it. You can be competitive, but it's it's probably better that you 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 analyze, you you know, you take a step back and you see where you can improve in in a sound mind. You can't improve when you're pissed because even, you, even if you're doing this competitively, you're ga- you gain nothing, nothing about no. getting angry. No, you don't. You lose. Yeah. The difference here is that if you lose, you should care that you lost. Yes. But you don't need to be angry to care. You just go, okay, we lost. We don't want to lose again. Yeah. What can we do yeah. to improve so that we don't lose again? Yeah. Getting angry is not one of the steps well, in which you need. I think he's more like saying improve. I think he's more like saying I really don't believe he's actually saying getting angry at the fact that they lost. I think he's saying getting angry at yourself. And I think that's that's what he's trying to say. Is, I don't think that's any better. I don't. I don't either. I think it. I think it, it might be worse. It might even be. I, it, it, it's too. It, they're both equally bad. But I think what he's saying is like, hey, when you lose, you know, don't fucking you know rage and throw a keyboard and 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 tell your mom to fuck herself when she walks in to tell you to shut the fuck up. I think what he means is like, be angry at yourself. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know. Don't settle. Fucking push on uh, because you need to care. You need to get better. You need to do this. Be angry that you're that that you that that things aren't going your way, and use it to your advantage to be motivated. I think that's what he was going for, but uh, it, that doesn't say that anywhere in this. And it's 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 um, 
the there's no the problem here is that there's no context to this and like the phrase it's just a game is such a weak mindset when when is it's just a game ever used in a competitive environment nobody mm-hmm. is sitting in the back in between quarters or halves with the team or or at a, at a you know esport event or whatever saying don't worry, guys. It's just a game. Nobody, yeah. nobody's ever saying that. You you see people say it's just a game. If it's just you and your friends recreationally playing a game and you lose, yeah. you don't need to take it like yeah. your life is on the bro, line. Bro, chill out, bro. It's just a game. It's a man. game. Chill out. That's when it's said. Yeah. Saying that that's a weak mindset and you're okay with what happened, losing impression of a craft. It's like he's he's it's like he's applying. Um, a toxically competitive mindset yes. to literally Everybody. every aspect yes. of of your life, yes. which is insanely unhealthy, unproductive, and unrealistic. Bro, I'm going to keep it 100%. The more I break this down, it the, gets worse. the more I actually hate it. Yes. And it's like, you know, Ninja Ninja's on such a high horse, and he's so self-consumed with his own success and his own... Like, and people, and you can tell, like, people give him shit all the time, and I never give Ninja shit. Like, I'm I'm always like, dude, I'm happy to see people thriving and killing it, and I was more than happy for when he when he made his deal. I did Absolutely. nothing but praise this dude. Absolutely. And I smart, still, and I still do. He, smart move. He's a hard worker. Like, I get it. But you can tell that he gets shit on a lot, and yeah. he's, at, he's got fuck you money now. Yeah. And I really, truly believe that he's just tired of being the PG Ninja and he wants to just be himself again. Yeah. We saw the ninja of before, and then we saw the 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 uh, the, the commercial ninja, the up and up, the up and up, the PG ninja. And now that he's got the fuck you money, he can he's turning back into the old ninja. He's more speaking his mind. And the thing is, is when he's speaking his mind, now it's coming from a different place. Now it's coming from a guy that is ultra successful. He's applying his own. Work ethic and his it is and his weird philosophies that gets him fired up or whatever, and he's painting it for everybody. And he's mm. saying, "Guys, you know, I got angry. You know, I, well, I I I'm hurt on myself. I, I I don't settle. It's not just a game to me. It's my life. We get it. It's not just a game to Ninja. Anybody that says that Ninja's just playing Fortnite because it's a game, it's not, dude." He's building generational wealth. This is yes. this is his this is him. This is identity. This is everything to Ninja. To some kid coming after school playing fucking Fortnite with his friends, that's just a game. This isn't just a game for him. It's not just a game for me. I feed my son from video games. This isn't just a game. Yes, I'm, but I'm, you're not going to sit but there. But I don't get angry, but I don't get mad when I play it. But no. it's coming from, the way that he's coming up with this, it's coming from a different perspective. If this came from an everyday person that just plays video games, yes. you're not going to hear this bullshit. That's what I'm saying. You're just not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is, is it, but, but he's applying it. The, what, the problem I have is that he is applying it from the position you're, t- you're exactly. saying, but to everyone but else. That, and, and you can't do that. You can't do that shit. If you want to go ahead and give me this bullshit, you know what I mean? I can I can understand it a little bit more yeah. because it's not necessarily just a game for me. I get it. And I can use a lot of this type of stuff 
in my own life. Never settling. Always improving. Well, that's getting the, angry. That's some general you know, fucking whatever it, the fuck. A, you know, it's some humbo jumbo fucking shit. And there's nothing worse than hearing a multi billionaire try and fucking Spoke patronize some, like, me super, about some motivational yeah. quotes. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and and stream your fucking to your seven thousand <laughs> viewers on Mixer. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. Like, because there's nothing to really glean from this. Like, there's no, there's no, there's nothing profound, like, happening here. I know, he he calls it a craft. And then, yeah, exactly. You call it a craft. And then, and then he's got a follow-up tweet where he says, and this is where, this is where I, I don't know if he's only speaking specifically to, um... Dude, he got reamed, bro. Yeah. I, yeah, well, I mean, this is on like news and everyone. Yeah, just bit, yeah, but just stupid, about every but. fucking content uh, creator that I've seen reamed his asshole on and Twitter about this. It's not because it's ninja. He's gonna think it's because it's fucking. It's ninja. not because it's ninja, his dude. His follow up tweet is: Where in this tweet do I say punch wall and smash a keyboard or rage? It's the way you perceive the message. It's not actually not the way you perceive the message. You're using really specific language. You're using it in a really specific context. We're we're agreeing with him here, where he's not talking about smashing keyboards and raging. That still doesn't change the fact that the idea behind all of this is it's still wrong. Is poor. Yeah. Huh. And in fact, my argument would be where he's going with this, despite how he's ending it, is the weak mindset. I think it's weak that I think it's weak to get angry. To get angry. I actually think that's it's the, the opposite. We- that's the weakness. Yes. That's a it's character fine defect, to say, bro. Always do, always you know. There's always something to learn, room for improvement, never settle. Yeah. That's fine advice to live by. You always want to set goals, no matter how big or small, yep. and attain them. Yeah, it's like the human condition. It's what makes us happy. Yes, to always have something for our brains to crunch on and continue to improve on. But to say angry and then have weak mindset being the opposite of that is just wrong. Yes, categorically, Dude, in any context. When I played StarCraft on a daily basis, and I lost games and I got angry. I never felt good about being angry. No. Never. Did it help you improve at all? Fuck no. In fact, it made me (laughs) worse because I go in there upset. I don't don't want to take the time to actually be truthful with myself on what the fuck's going on. I let anger take over, and I just keep doing the same shit over and over and over again. That's that's what anger. I there has never been a time in my professional career where I've gotten angry at playing video games and then good shit has happened yeah. other than getting a couple of viral videos and, yes. and make a couple dollars off it at my expense. Yeah. Yes. Other than that, I have never played a game and go I am fucking rage. In fact, in fact, when I got angry, that's what got me in trouble. Yeah. Is when I ran my mouth. Yeah. Fuck you, buddy. Cuz you're you're angry. Yeah. I get I get pissed and I say stupid shit, right? There's no good that comes out of that. It's um, it's just very, it's just very odd. You can see some of his replies here, where, where, um, like this guy, this guy Pete says, mate, you're essentially telling young kids to keep playing until you win or you're a failure. And then Ninja's response is, there is always room for improvement, never settle, is bad advice. So he's like he's cherry-picking within his own comment now, where he wants this whole thing to be about, there is always room for improvement, never settle. He should have just left it at that. But if that's all he was going for... Don't put the top part up there. Then all it, what it tells me is one of two things. One, he really and truly does not understand what he said here, those two things being disconnected and and shouldn't be together. Or two, he's just ignoring it and trying to just specifically pick out this one thing because it's the he's most easily defensible part uh. of his entire comment. It's just very strange, and this is only news because it's ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, like, if I wrote something like this, someone's gonna give some, Two people are gonna say, "Dude, 
That's a bad idea. Shut the fuck up. But Ninja says that, and, th- and th- there is there is uh, a line for him because ultimately he has to understand that he built an empire on kids. Yes, and he's the face of gaming he's in the, general. Well, like well, he, I'll I'll even ignore that shit because I don't know if right now that's necessarily he's he is t- he is. If you he, name five people, I mean, he's he's, he's there. in that. Yes, if there's I get a that. if there's a uh, fucking Rushmore of gaming, but he's one of the heads. But that's because he's he's built the empire on kids. Yes, he didn't build it on his Halo career, no. raging in his room. No, he built it playing Fortnite for kids, dyed his hair blue, and then yes. got super hype and and like <laughs> Ned, <laughs> Ned, Ned Flanders, Red Bull, I live like a ninja, today. ninja. Like, like that's what built his money, yeah. which was greatness. Hell yeah, and a fantastic. I wish move. I would have done something like that. But, but now that he's done much. that and he just wants to suddenly revert, he's got to be mindful because he's got millions and millions and millions of young kids who want to be they him. They idolize him. They literally. idolize him. Yes. Um, and so to go out there and say when, you know, to to say something like, and especially since it's it's preceding the main point of there's always something to learn, yeah. always room for improve, is that in order to get to that, you have to be uh, angry when you lose. Yeah. And if you're not. It's a weak mindset, bro. And he and at no point did he like add a second tweet to clarify what he's saying. Like no, he, I, when I say he angry, doubled and tripled down. When I when I say angry, I don't mean yeah. physically punching walls yeah. and doing everything. He, he meant being angry at yourself. He like mean, he, mean, you know, he means you know, be uncomfortable is a better word. There you go. Uncomfortable with the loss. Yeah. So that you want to make yourself comfortable. You don't want to be comfortable in defeat all the time. Yeah. Um, you want to be, uh, you want to be uh, comfortable with the idea of losing, but uncomfortable if it happens so that you are motivated in some way to want to improve yourself, not lose and then go rage like a five-year-old, not necessarily breaking shit, but getting so angry and like Anakin fucking Skywalker about it that you become a dark Lord yeah. and burn off half your body. Don't do that shit. Yeah. He just, he could have just said, get fired up, man. Get fired up, get motivated. Let it, let it, let the loss, like, you know. Uh, put some perspective, like just get in there and get it. You know, improve yourself. Yeah, uh, that, that, you know. But anyway, that is we talked, we dissected that fucking thing for twenty minutes. There you go. You know what? At the end of the day, I got no hate for Ninja. He just said, just lately, he's just been saying some dumb shit. Yeah, and uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I I don't know what it's all about. I don't know if he's starting to say this stuff to like stay in the news, to stay relevant, to like. I don't, I don't think that's what this is. I, I, I think he's just I think he's just trying to I think he's in I think right now what it what it looks life like coach. is he's somewhere between life coach like ninja of a year and a half ago uh, and ninja where he wants to be which yeah. is ninja wants to go back to to being able to be an adult yeah and and not have to be um PG thinking ninja. of kids all the time yeah and uh and we're see and we're seeing it on his Twitter. We see it on the stream. He's looking for that two percent, Adam. He's ninety eight percent of the way there. Looking for that too. Looking for that too. Speaking of looking for that too. Yeah. Completely unrelated to games, but a footballer, soccer player, was banned for five years for biting an opponent's penis. I just wanted to throw that in there. Five year ban because the guy couldn't, for whatever reason, not bite another man's dick. That would happen in soccer too, and it's happened in the past. There's actually an old GIF of another dude, like in a celebratory thing, getting like biting a teammate's dick. 
It's fucking. I don't know. Like nibbling it or just straight up. Like ha! dude's on the ground. He's down and he's like in like like in your shorts and he's like ah and like 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 it's some weird shit, dude. Yeah, soccer is um, it's, it's not for me, bro. It's it's not for me. Yeah. I when I hear shit like this, it's really not for me. So rest in peace for that guy's penis. Uh, it was either soccer or, or rugby. I can't remember which one. That old gif. But now it's happening in soccer. Dude, One. just actually, just straight up bit a dude's dick for five years. That dude should just be gone. Like he actually should not be allowed to play soccer. This is fucking weird, man. I mean, if there's a time to get angry, this is where we need the ninja quote. Yeah, when a dude bites your dick off, get, it's not just a game. Get, get angry. angry. I, I, <laughs> that's, that's like when you get angry. that's worse than the Mike Tyson biting fucking Holyfield's yeah, ear. Yeah, you're not biting an ear. You're biting. You're a dick. biting a penis. Yeah, that's. Why? At a sports event. Why? Why? The answer is why not? And why isn't he wearing a cup? Well, at soccer, you don't really wear a cup in soccer. With all the kicks and cleats and everything that's going on. I, I, you're running so much, dude, you'd chafe a hole in your thighs. I suppose you're right. So fast, you'd be fucked. Well, after what happened here, people might start thinking about using cups. They're going to have your fucking penis bit. Yeah. Holy uh, dude, shit. It's, it's, uh, it's fucking weird. God so damn. So i throw that in there. Crazy. Because it was just weird. Why not? Hit that like button. <laughs> For the dick bite. Uh, Faker signed with T1. This has been a question on the minds of more than a few people for a long time now. It was, would Faker sign again with T1? Or with all the rumors of North American teams and European teams basically signing blank checks and saying, for God's sake, please, come here to our organization and have us win some shit. Make us money. Make us some money, please. Uh, despite all of that, all those rumors, uh, that's been settled. And not just in a small way. Mm. Indefinitely. They, they locked him up. They locked him. He locked himself up. In one of the biggest dick plays and contract signing in esports history, Faker is back with T1 as a player for three years. With that signing, he is also a part owner of T1 Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And then also, upon his retirement, whenever he so chooses to retire from professional play, he is promised a leadership role at T1 Entertainment. Bro, they had, they had to bring their dick out so thick and veiny <laughs> that they said, bro, we actually can't afford to pay you what you're worth. Oh, he still got paid a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Dolph, a, lot, <laughs> a lot of money. What we're going to do is we're just going to give you ownership yeah. of the company. Of the company, yeah. And then when you do retire, we got a fucking high-paying job for you. Sitting here waiting at your own office, at your own company. Yeah. Sign with us. And he said, okay, I'll do that. Genius. Motherfucker is a part owner of a massive entertainment conglomerate. And then uh, gets a leadership role when he, when he pounces at like, I don't know, 35, 40. Whenever he decides to stop playing. Dude, he'd probably stop playing in three years. If he wanted to. Put his three years in. Peace. I'm done. Retiring is the greatest League of Legends player of all time. Yeah, he'll coach. He'll fucking, he'll be there, sell some merch. Does whatever he wants now. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Smart move. Hell yeah. So there you go. You're not going to see Faker on anywhere that isn't T1. They locked him the fuck up. Locked him right the fuck up. Uh, Sony. In more Sony news. Mm. Uh, Jeff, Sony's doing some weird, like nothing positive has come for Sony in 2020. And late 2019, for that mm. matter. Sony is, has just canceled its PAX East attendance because of, a coron- of coronavirus fears. 
My question is, really? Or is it you just don't have anything to show and you were hoping you would have things to show and the coronavirus is a really convenient out because this shit's happening in like Boston? There's no fucking coronavirus worry in Boston. Outside of China, there's like, what? Other than the other than the boat that was like off the coast of Japan, there's like 10 cases yeah, a- outside of the country. Dude, there's been like 40,000 deaths from the plain-ass flu. Yes. <laughs> like, Dude, I'm so tired of hearing about this coronavirus. I'm it, actually- is good that, it is good that, that China's taking it as seriously as they, as they are. Of course. You don't want it to spread. Of course. But for Sony to back out of PAX East in Boston in the U.S. for coronavirus fears is fucking whack. Yeah, that's an Nobody ex- else is backing out. That's this an is excuse, just Sony. Bro. That's an excuse. That's bro. a hard fucking excuse. I'm calling that shit I- out. I don't have a tinfoil hat, but you know what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're saying. I, I don't think it's because they don't have anything to show. I just think they're going, you know what? This is not only going to save us quite a bit of money, but when we do release everything, we're going to be able to do it with a huge bang. And instead of showing a little bit now and then regurgitating. Well, they're going to have to have a bit. That better be the biggest of bangs. Well, they have to. I mean, the system's coming out this year. It's going to be a thundercock, Jeff. Yeah. They're going to bring out the most epic dick of all time. They have gone radio silent and not in a good way, like canceling events, moving yeah. shit around, delay, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. Won't announce the price of the PlayStation 5 until they hear what the Xbox is being priced. Like nothing is possible. You know what it's starting to smell like? It's starting to smell like they're going to pull an Xbox, and I hope they don't pull an Xbox. <laughs> Like, cause uh, are the roles about to be reversed? I, I I don't think so. Sony's smarter than that, but man, this these things are starting to stack up, and it's not like we got a whole lot of time left before this fucking system comes out. They need to start marketing this thing ASAP. That shit's crazy. And I'm gonna tell you right now, these motherfuckers aren't did not not go to PAX because of a scare of a coronavirus. I, fuck no. I'm gonna tell you that that's this the, shit that's actually happening. guaranteed. Events are getting canceled in China. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Boston. Providence? No. No. The answer is no. The answer is no. The answer is it's you a, don't have anything. That's a hard no. And Naughty Dog recently came out and said, you know, we're, we're getting ready to ramp, put some stuff out, but we don't have anything just yet. That's code for PAX is now canceled. Oh, boy. What's next? I want you to get, I want, I want to get a guess from you. The fact, that, the fact that PlayStation hasn't announced a price yet for this console... They don't have anything to fucking show. Nothing. What do you think the PlayStation 5 is going to cost? I think I've already said that I think it's going to cost 499 US dollars. And I think the Xbox Series 1 is going to be 549 to 599. Mhm. Or Series X, I should say. What man that's a bad fucking name they chose. That's a horrible they, name. They really fucked that up. If I can't even get that yeah, shit that's right, a, that's a bad. You you've shot yourself it's in the foot. It's too long. Just call it the Series X. There's too many X's in this. Just Xbox call it Series X. Just call it Series X. Yeah. Leave the Xbox out. But then you fucked your whole brand. I know. The whole brand's then fucky. Yeah. Like, I get the idea. Like, it's a sub of my Xbox. I get it. But it's bad. I get it. Doesn't, it. it doesn't work. It doesn't roll off the tongue. What's the PlayStation 5 selling for? Are we doing two launch, different versions of the, of the PlayStation? No, because I don't think it's going to exist. You're going to get one version of PlayStation 5. I'm going with, uh, damn, I want to say 499 
And this is you. We're going to go in U.S. dollars. I know. Yeah. I want to say four ninety nine, but bro, I'm going three ninety nine. I'm going three hundred ninety nine dollars. So you're taking the. They're going to take a massive loss to or, try and sell software. Or halfway, four forty nine ninety nine. Okay. But I think it's going to be the lesser. I'm going to go with three hundred ninety nine bucks. This is why they're not talking about the price. I think they want Xbox to come out, say, this is it, this is the show, this is the price, here it is, and then Sony come out with their dick on the table and say it's $100 cheaper, let's fucking go. So here's the crazy thing. I know I said the Xbox Series X might come out at like a $549, but I think it will be $599. Is, here, here's the thing. Here's some weird marketing shit. $449? Sounds more expensive to people. It does than four ninety nine. Yeah, it does. And so it will be four ninety nine or three ninety nine or five ninety. Dude, three ninety nine would be insane. Three ninety nine would be. I would say they'd be losing eighty dollars a console. Yep. And we don't even know if they're gonna have for that the cross compatible shit for the first two years. They'd be probably losing between sixty and eighty dollars from eighty ramp down to sixty mm-hmm. until until efficiencies were met. Yep. They'd be losing out on so much money, which means their games would have to be their first party games, not just regular games. Uh, And the attach rate would have to be like two to three games a console inside of the first six months of ownership. And we don't even know what the fuck. I mean, what they had that the the Godfall. Yeah, yeah, I know. Listen, we're we're waiting, dude. But if it's if it's three ninety nine, the world shakes a little bit, and Xbox goes fuck. Well, the Xbox. I think the Xbox's price is locked in. Regardless, doesn't matter. And really? Because if because if Sony does come out and say three ninety nine and it, like if they if Sony came out and said three ninety nine today, mm. you don't think that there's a chance that Xbox matches that price. No, and you know why? Because the Xbox is gonna have more than one SKU. Well, that's true. That I is think, true. I think what will happen. But what about is, the lower one? Matching on the lower okay, end yes, and then and then yes. hot and then hot obviously yes. for the Series X. Yes. Series X, which we already know they've stated, is the big, the the highest the end yeah, yeah. one, yeah. the most expensive SKU. Yeah, that will be. I'm almost positive five ninety nine US on release. I think that they'll have that. What will happen is if Sony comes in at four ninety nine, I don't think that Xbox immediately announces another SKU. Mm. If they come in at three ninety nine, Xbox will announce ahead of time. It might not be ready for the announcement. Because I don't think Series X and another SKU will launch at the same time, mm-hmm. maybe the following summer. But they will say, and coming after, for this much, yeah. you're going to have... Dude, I'm kind of with you. Like, I truly believe it'll be $499, yeah. but I want to say $399 just because the... $399 would be, would be a massive gamble. It... And I think what happens is, this is what, here's, my, here's my theory on that. If they went three ninety nine, it wouldn't necessarily th- be because they're, 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 they think that their attach rate for first party games early on is going to be huge. Because I don't think they have the fucking games for it. To be honest with you, we would have long censored. Nobody's bundling that much information up in the in today's social media to unleash it all at once. Yeah. You we actually just talked the other day how yeah. you don't you want to let that yeah. bleed out yeah. over time. I don't think they have anything. So what they would do is they go three ninety nine with the understanding that they they sell a bunch of consoles up front so that when they do have the games mm. their that base is sense. their base is there it does and make they'll sense. recoup they'll recoup their shit 
in two, three yeah, years' time. Because when you think about it, if the console does come at five hundred bucks and they don't have games, yeah, they're not going to sell as much. Sell. But yeah. if the console's a hundred bucks cheaper than the Xbox, or it's three ninety nine, and say the Xbox is three ninety nine, they're just yeah. going to buy the PlayStation because it's affordable and it will play PlayStation Four games. Better. And it might be backwards compatible on all of them, even if it was just four. What it means is that you're going to play four at higher yeah. resolutions, yep. better look. Yep. You're going to have that whole catalog available to yep. you. Yep. Okay? Yep. Yep. And then you're going to have, so you're going to have that plus the $100 cheaper console, yep. which will be enough to push people in, maybe get one or two PS5 exclusives that maybe intrigue you. Yep. And then two years from now, the, the, games the, idea, the idea would be that they, they sold yep. so many but they, and they lost the money, but they'll make up for it with the games that come in a year or two yep. into the launch cycle of, yep. the, of the console. Yep. Whereas the Xbox... Not only that, the Sony in, in two years will have another version, yeah. and that's when they can have the price increase. You know, the ones that didn't hop on board back when it was three ninety nine. Well, they will eventually have another SKU. That's like the things yeah. like cell phones now. They'll, yeah. they'll do that. It just so happens that Xbox is launching with a Series X out of the gate, mm-hmm. um, which means they must have a lot of confidence in the hardware that they have in that console. You have to think about it that way. Oh, yeah. Because unless they're going to like have one that's like another, which would be weird... It's probably they just going to have a gonna, it's probably just gonna have a bigger hard drive, you know. It's going to be have, something like that. Yeah, there will be like another skew, but that's always the case. They always have a bigger hard drive. They'll have like a smaller version. Yeah, you know they've shrunk the process. It'll be interesting. We're going to see. We're not going to find anything out. Come Paxo, no, because they're, they're they're scared of coronaviruses in Boston. Hey, before we get into this, yeah, um, that console that was up for auction. Yes, right. Oh, I forgot to put that in here. Well, where was it? Where I saw that it Dude, got to three fifty. It was days at three hundred and fifty thousand. I don't know where it is now. Uh, let me see. Let's see here, just to give people an update um, on where we're at. All right, let's see. You said we'd give an update here. Here it is. Oh, that's the three fifty. I so, want to get a link. Yeah, to one the of the actual, actual thing. Hmm? It was at three hundred and fifty thousand dollars and still climbing. Uh, we're trying to find the actual page. Um, oh, there it is. Go up some. It actually said there it is. Uh, scroll down. It's called Heritage Auctions. Oh, where uh, scroll it? down. Scroll down. Scroll right there. Source. Click on uh, right at the very bottom. Yep. Oh, there. here. Click on that. There it is. Oh, it's well three hundred three hundred thousand and then uh, the the fee. Yeah, so it's at so, three hundred thousand right now. So that so the three fifty or whatever must it's three hundred sixty thousand dollars with the with, well with the buyer's premium. It's yeah. at three hundred sixty thousand. Yeah, so with the buyer's premium, it is currently at three hundred and sixty thousand dollars for that bad boy. It was at fifty grand or whatever or thirty grand. I don't remember. What yeah, it was. I don't know what it was, but oh, last week we'll check again next week. Yeah, we'll see because I think it's what is it, like three weeks in total. The, yeah, the, I think it's going to go to half a million. It's definitely looking like it's getting up there. That's crazy. That's, that's that, crazy shit. That's, that's stupid money That's now. a big windfall. No Man's Sky is back on the list, Jeff. Oh, boy. Another update. Yay. Here we go. Another is their ninth free update. Ninth. Uh, and this one is introducing... Yes, I will accept the cookies. Thank you. Uh, this one will be introducing living ships. So they're organic ships. Uh, they are procedurally generated organic ships. Uh, uh, and I don't know if you can farm these things and and or what, but you at least for one, you get to go through the the story missions to get a void egg that then hatches into your organic ship. 
and you can find organic ships naturally like you do with other ships as well. Uh, and they have other encounters and whatnot around this. There's an entire story thing around how the organic ships came to be. One of the races in the universe actually uh, were the you know, the scientists that ended up creating this thing. They don't get up, uh, upgraded normally. Mm-hmm. You literally have to. It's like a living thing, so you have to like train uh, it and shit, like nurture it in certain directions. So if you want more cargo capacity, you have to go in one direction. If you want uh, better weapons, you're going in another. Uh, so you're, it's like it's it's like Pokemon starships. Okay. Random, but procedurally generated Pokemon starships. Uh, right off the bat, all available in VR. And then this was, uh, like all the other updates, uh, there's a whack of quality of life improvements. Um, other features that they've added to the game, like multiplayer, for example. You can now warp together. You just go to the... Uh, to um, the uh, I can't remember the name of it in the game. It's a, there's that like big a, hub. A hub. Yeah. And then you just all can go together. So you can stay together easy now. Um, everything is hey, just keeps it's safe better. to say. No Man's Sky no longer sucks. No, if 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 you're not, if you were, you know, this is now beyond. Yeah, but at this point, I don't think they're actually. At this point, they're they're. It is, I don't think they're making good on what they did anymore. I just think they're just continuing to develop a game that they said they were going to develop. Well, that's definitely and they're, it. And they're selling copies. Like, like they, the game is still selling. They've already they've they they met what they years what ago, originally in E three yeah. like a couple like a, couple a, like years a while ago, ago now. Yeah. Now it's just now we're yeah, now they're just in some other no pun intended universe yeah. uh, of content. I haven't I got a chance to play it yet, but if you can like farm these things and like get rare ships and shit, and it's literally like a fucking Pokemon ship collector, that shit's going to get That's people cool. hooked like fucking crazy. That's, That's cool. like, it's it's just one of those things. Cool. Um, but yeah, really uh, really great update there. There you go. More fun stuff for No Man's Sky. And that's all I've got for game news this week, Jeff. Yeah. Time to sell out. Hey, Elgato. Mmm. I'm feeling the glow of a very nice, even light right now, Jeff. Are you feeling that? I am. Well, we're using one right now. Really? That, there's a light, right? You guys can't see it? Incredible. But it's right there behind you. And it's on one of their multi-mounts as well. Absolutely. Which, Which is, is available. On their website. Yeah, and it, it, I think you can buy this. You can buy this stuff really anywhere. You can get stuff on Amazon, on the oh, website. anywhere. We've got, a, we've got a link now in the description of every Clips video and the main hub video. If you scroll underneath, you're going to see a, 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 a link to the Elgato website. Yep. It is uh, a link directly uh, through us. So when you click on that, we don't get any commission or anything, but it tracks how many of you guys are heading on over there. You can click on that link, head on over there, check out all the products. They got lightings. They got green screens. Mm. They've got capture cards. Mm. And my favorite, stream decks. Stream decks. Dude, I'm all over the stream. I, I got stream I deck, stream deck all over my mouth. Well, that's because that's because especially for the the uh, the the RP community. Yes, the stream deck has been a godsend. Yes, because um, I click a button and I do an emote. All the functions. All the functions. Yeah. Not only that, I can click a button and I can boot up my my stream. I can click a button, boot up my website. There was an awesome tweet that went out the other day. Somebody who was who had the stream deck and mm-hmm. they pressed the button and they had the macro set up to turn on both of their their lights, set the color temperature and brightness that they want for the stream. Yep. Opened up OBS, opened up the stream, their Streamlab stuff, their dashboard, um, and then ran. There was like two or three other fucking functions. It was like it's like the whole. It was like the command center button. They pressed the command center button and everything That's for the it. stream happened. And then they just pressed the go live and everything's done. Everything's done for them. And it's, it's it's 
you know, they keep adding functionality to the Stream Deck, and it's such a powerful little tool. And it really, it's an extension of, like, when people used to buy, like, those, um, those numpad... USB numpads. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they'd use that yeah, for yeah. the hotkeys instead. Yeah, macro. It's macro. They, it's keys. macro keys. Yeah. So you take that now, and you and you add the the ability to put the LEDs. Just and imagine the nested folders. Just imagine playing a game like World of Warcraft or yeah. something like that with all those different macro keys. Yeah. I remember when I was playing WoW for like thirty days. Yeah. And I'd have to like you know hold Shift F one, Shift F two. I'd have like fifty different spells. Or you had a keyboard that had on the left all hand the side, macro like keys. I did a uh, two rows of yep. macro keys. Yep. Just for MMOs yes. because of that kind of stuff. You yeah. have a stream deck. You can literally macro your yeah. keys to a stream deck. Yeah. And then literally on the stream deck. You can have a little mini photo of the actual spell yes. or whatever else. So you so, know what you're doing. So you know literally what you're doing. It's nice. It's actually that simple. Not only that, the stream deck is oh, good. Jeff. What? Oh, my. <laughs> what? I said. Okay. All right. Elgato, are you listening right now? <laughs> what you need to do. Who owns Elgato right now? Does any, did anyone buy them up? Was, did, Corsair didn't buy them, did they? Uh, or did they? I think they did. Okay, Corsair and Elgato. Are you listening to me right now? You, Corsair has a really popular mechanical keyboard, but what you need to do is you need to make a keyboard oh. that has Stream Deck buttons that are oh. LED on the top of the keyboard that are built into the keyboard Ooh. so that you have those functions at the top. Don't say too much. we got to patent this idea, Adam. They gotta, we gotta, we gotta patent this idea, Adam. You giving it, you giving it too much. We gotta get a raise. That's the money, bro. Dude, that's actually a dope idea. You could literally have your own money. little mini stream deck on the computer or yes. on your keyboard. Yes. Yeah, it's just part of your keyboard, so your function <sighs> keys are just there. Damn. And you could have, I mean, at the top for function keys, you could have like 10, 10 keys. Damn. Across the top of your keyboard. Damn. Yeah, bro. That's actually a dope idea. That's- in the meantime, you can literally just have your stream deck and lay it beside your keyboard. That too. And just use it as... You can also do you that. You can also do that. You can also do that. You could also do that. But uh, as somebody in chat just asked, uh, stream deck, do you even need it? Could you use one if you're not a streamer? The answer is absolutely yes. yes. There's actually a ton of features. People use it. Um, I know people in the art community with, the, with, uh, with their art programs and stuff. There's a lot of macroing and stuff that they could do with certain keys. And I know that they use stream decks for that as well. Uh, video editors and stuff sometimes as well. We use uh, the Stream Deck for certain macro keys within yep. uh, video editors. There's a whole, there's a whole bunch of shit you can do. Shit, if you're bored, you can just literally like load up gifs and shit on like every one of them and make like little videos on them because you can. Yep, just you can, because you can. You can it's a ma- it's, you can macro it's it to magical. do anything. You if, hey, you like the podcast? You can you can have a macro where you click it. It'll automatically open up our stream on Twitch or a YouTube page. You could have the technical alpha clips page on one tab, our main page on the other tab, our Patreon to go over there and support it on another one. You can click on That's any right. of those things that you want to do. That's right. All through the Elgato Stream Deck. So uh, once again, link in the description. I know that was long winded, but hey, that was actually a dope idea. That's actually a really good I idea. I promise you, that's going to happen. I, you know what? I need to reach out to my rep, I, and I need I, to let him know that you came up with that idea. <laughs> give me a royalty we gotta check. We got to get you a royalty. <laughs> we got to get you a royalty you Give something. me a royalty check. Now. At least give us a couple of them free keyboards and, like, yeah. uh, you know, designed by, uh, by Adam. That's right. 
That's right. There's some there's some money to be made there. Let me tell you. That's a good idea. That's actually a really I mean, a Corsair owns it, them already. It's, just, it's especially if 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 yeah, you could have literally a Corsair keyboard and then have like a little yes. powered by Elgato macro side on this is be pretty dope. That's the fucking show. Bro. That that's the future. Yeah. That's the future and I want to yeah. be part of that. And future. even if it wasn't just for streamers, again, if you're doing like MMOs and shit, yeah. having the ability to to be able to LED change a picture of what it is that's amazing. Your macros and that's shit, amazing. It's basically like the, what you have at the bottom of your screen yeah. in the MMO. In the MMO. Not only and that. You can clean up and in the MMO very por- very important as well. The UI gets crazy cluttered because of all the spells. So mm-hmm. if you can even move one row down onto your keyboard to have your macros and your keyboard because they're icons. This guy's like selling me up. Stop. Hey, stop. You're selling me on I'm a keyboard you. that doesn't exist right now, Adam. It's coming. And I'm going to want that keyboard. It's coming. I promise you. You're going to want that keyboard. It's fucking coming. NordVPN, they exist. And you're going to go and grab a subscription using that promo code OTT, 70% off. That's right. Man, people are still using that promo code and getting on that hype. People are loving it. Every week. Every week. There's more. I see more and more people. That's just right. Just hit it up on the hype. So thank you guys so much for supporting the sponsor. Uh, up to six simultaneous connections, phones, routers, everything, home computers, laptops, somebody tablets. In, somebody in my chat yesterday yeah. said they just signed up mm. and their TV actually has an app, a NordVPN app on their smart TV. Oh, shit. And so they just get to mask their whole IP oh! right, on their, right on their smart TV. That's hot. There's an app for it. It's the future, Jeb. They're everywhere. Promo code OTT. 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not getting the the product that you thought you were going to get, you can get your money back. But I'm telling you, you're going to like it. Mm. And if you're going to want to watch that Uncut Gems and you live in the U.S. on Some, Netflix. Somebody told me that they literally used the, the, the promo code to get that to watch Uncut Gems. Hey, I did that plug last week. It happened. It worked. See? It worked. It sold. It sold it. Just like that. Which means, hey, you got to mask yourself as a Canadian. That's right. And then boom. It's like you when you travel yourself. abroad as an American, but you want to put a Canadian badge in your backpack so that people don't, get, don't, <laughs> don't hate you. It's basically that, but on the internet. There you go. That's it. That's, that's actually, <laughs> that's it. NordVPN. Uh, if you're listening to this via just audio, it's nordvpn.com slash OTT. Go on over there and sign up. That's it for plugging. Patreon.com slash OTT. Oh, like yeah, we can't forget yeah, about it. plug ourselves. Oof. Slow down there. <sighs> Slow down. Hey, we're back. We're moving up. We are. I actually checked. We're a new producer. Shout outs to the new producer at a hundo spot. Woo! Shout outs. Woo! Keeping the lights on. Bless. Damn. Send us a message uh, as well on uh, on Patreon. So thank you for the- And uh, send in your, uh, your stuff so we can ship you out some merch. Yeah. Uh, Might have been in the message. I didn't check that. Uh, but that is coming up. We've, uh, we're going to start accruing our stuff to uh, send out- Sounds good. Another- I'm, the post office hates me. Yes, they do. It's tough. But hey, deal with it. <laughs> it's a rough time. Hit that like button, guys, if you haven't already. It does help out a lot. And it is time for movies and TV. Jeff, I saw Sonic yesterday. Did you? I did. How was it? Bro. Duh. It's a, it's a good movie. It's good? It's a good movie. It's It's okay. So you have to, you, okay, first of all, perspective. It's a kid's movie. Yes. Okay. So you have to appreciate that there will be parts of this movie that are abrasive to you because you watch it and you go, oh, why? Why'd you? For example, why does Sonic have to floss? 
because it's a kid's movie. Okay, that makes sense. In fairness, he flosses for maybe a maximum of five seconds throughout the entire movie. But he flosses. But he flosses. Okay. And every time he did it, he did it the one time, I was like, why you gotta do that? And he did it a second time later on, and I was like, could just left that at one. Well, kids, kids got to floss. But kids love the floss. Hey, I need a floss. I Fortnite. need to be reminded sometimes. Fortnite kids. Yeah. So, that's one. You know, I don't mean flossing your teeth. Mm. I mean the floss dance from Fortnite. Oh. Oh, he did that. Just to clarify. The whole, you know, the... Yeah, I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. Okay. Damn, I thought he was flossing his no, teeth. No, not his teeth, no. no. Shit. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that floss. No. That, that made me cringe a bit. But then I realized, remembered again. It's for kids. It's a kids' movie. It's for kids. So, uh, but with that being said, I still laughed out loud several times. M laughed out loud several times. She had she has zero connection to Sonic whatsoever. Uh, she liked it. She thought it was great. Um, my God, did they pull off a miracle? Uh, Sonic looked good. You could tell in spots that they were in hard crunch. Not that it looked bad, but it was like if they if. If this had been the direction they had gone in in the beginning, and then they had the full production run to do it, mm. it just would have been better, better yeah. right? For Sonic, everything else that wasn't Sonic that was computer generated, so anything that was, yeah, was robotic stuff and, and all stuff, that yeah. stuff, all that looked better than it had any right to. Like some of the shit, like the like like robotic ship and stuff that he's flying around in, like it looked like I was watching the like a borderline Avengers type shit. Like it was really, really well done. All right. So, Jim Carrey crushed it. I couldn't see anyone else playing this role after I watched the re- the whole film. At the same token, um, it's '90s Jim Carrey, mm. evil. I'm okay with that, and that's what you're getting. Yeah, and I think that's what they wanted. Yeah, and what was nice was that they definitely there were at least three major scenes in that movie. Where they turned a camera on and they said, "This is the general idea." Go, Jim. Go, go, Jim. And, he and then Jim just went. But you know what? That's good because you need to do that with Jim Carrey. Well, not only that, I, I I just find the movies that Jim Carrey has been in in the last decade or so is some some of them is Jim trying to do old Jim, and the movie, the movie, the tone, everything, the script just didn't call for it, and it made it feel like Jim trying to be old Jim. Yeah. And I feel like in something cartoony like this... Oh, it's perfect application. It is just... You couldn't ask for a better... Perfect. perfect. A better thing to let Jim Carrey be himself and, and and shine again. So here's the thing. So Sonic took care of the majority of the verbal humor for the kid side of things. Mm. And then when Jim was on screen... For the adults... It was the adults. The kids will get Jim Carrey's animated, funny, rubbery face, all that stuff. But the stuff coming out of his mouth, lots of references. This movie is full of culture references to make their jokes. And there's endless one-liners. And and, in parts, it was almost fatiguing how many one-liners were just coming. And again, you sat there and you went, it's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. Uh, So just one-liner, one-liner, one-liner. And most of them were hit. They were mostly funny. Um... It was just a good, it was an enjoyable movie. Hey. I recommend seeing it. Oh. You know what? It made $100 million in the opening weekend globally. Yeah. And currently, it is not insignificantly ahead of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker well, Rotten hard. Tomatoes. That's not hard to do. Not only for critic reviews, but also the audience reviews. It has a 94% audience review rating with 11,000 verified ratings and 64% 
from 175 critics, which, um, what world do you think we're living in that Sonic is over 60% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics? Dude, I called this out, and I I need to go back to the damn podcast where I talked about this. I had predicted- it's like it was meant to be. I think I had predicted that this movie would make $300 million. I think that's what I said. And even when it came out of my mouth, I almost threw up a little bit, but I just, after what they did, I'm telling you, bro, I still believe it. The shitty-ass animation that they came out with was a fucking marketing ploy. No, it was definitely not. And then they fucking switched that shit up. And and at that would be the that would be the most genius thing ever, but that ain't it. Because even the 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 house that saved the film mm. got shut down, dude. Well, if they didn't, <laughs> if they didn't, but the fact that they did go around and change it was was god tier. Well, it was a it was. I guarantee it off. that yeah. audience score at ninety four, it would have been the exact same movie. It would have been a fucking fifteen. Yeah, hundred percent. If, if they used the old animation, hundred percent, and it would be the, it wouldn't have changed the movie at all, no. but just the look of Sonic, and people would have shit all over it. Secondly, yeah. we called it out. I even said it. That old version, Blu-ray special. Oh, it's definitely. Blu-ray. Well, they already, said, they already said it. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. And that's money, bro. This well, m- it's smart for them to do that. They're turning a bad situation where they fucked up. Somebody internally made a horrible call mm. on okaying that fucking... Some of you never did seen they? Sonic in their yeah, life. Yeah, but did they, though? Because that, ulti- that horrible call on that well, look... Well, actually, and dude, the guy got fired and then rehired out of like the guy. The guy, no, 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 no. Because the guy who made the call to to have original Sonic is just dead. Dude, the guy who made the call to hire the yeah. team that did Sonic Mania yeah. to come in to to make sure that the saving team for the animation team brought this thing back from death. Yeah, that's the guy getting the praise. But also at the on the same vein, I'm telling you. If that fucking shit didn't go down, that movie does not make a hundred million dollars no, opening it weekend. No, no, this it doesn't. This fucking movie no. would have been like a $30, 40000000 million dollar film, but instead... It was a perfect storm. Dude, it was an incredible storm. Perfect storm. Dude, I'm happy. Yes. I'm happy. Thrilled. Because you're going to get another Sonic. It's yes. It's 100%. There's, yes. They didn't even know they had this they hit on their hand. They ended it. To show that there's going to be the hopes of... Bro, Jim Carrey's already signed on for yes. that motherfucking game. Dude, they, they, this this is a franchise, bro. They've turned this thing into a motherfucking franchise. Bro. And is, uh, and I'm happy for them. The, honest I'm happy. to God. There are a lot of things in the movie, other than the animation, that you can tell came after the the change. Hmm. Um, I won't say what, because it'd be spoilery and shit if you care about Sonic spoilers, but the... I do now. Yeah. So the, the the like there are there are things that you and when you watch it, you'll see, you'll go, okay, this would have been different if they had stayed the original, <laughs> this would have been different. Um it, this movie is better than it has any right to fucking be. Honest to fuck. Like there's no reason why this movie should be as good as it is, but they fucking did a really not only did they do a good job, they also even managed to make the the like Sonic and his rings and everything somehow make fucking sense in the real world mm. in a way that was is kind of cool and like a neat concept mm. that I wouldn't have thought about before even if it was part of original Sonic lore. Mm. So they did uh, a fantastic job. I, I really oh, have... sold me on it. I'm going to go check, I'll little, check it out. A very little portion. The only thing that I could say is, is that this is that at the beginning of the fucking movie they didn't go, Sega! Oh. Missed fucking 
Damn it! Why? Mm. Uh, that would have been cool. Why? But they did have lots of other callbacks. There's of, lots of game callbacks. Of course, they shit. better. And it and it's well done. It's yeah. it's it was very. Sega's well done. loving this right now. Holy shit! Yeah, it was smart. Uh, I went and saw Birds of Prey. So I had a, oh, you had the opposite experience. I I went to the theater. <laughs> I stood there, and okay. I had two options: right. Sonic or Birds of Prey. Ooh, okay. And the thing that put me over uh-huh. was Birds of Prey was an IMAX, and I said, you know what? IMAX I just can't nice. say no to an IMAX. It's true. IMAX does make everything better. So I went in there planning to hate the movie. Yep. Uh, and I left it, not hating it. Okay. I left it, um, pleasantly, um, uh, satisfied. Happy that I saw it in IMAX. Um, do I want to see another one? No, I don't. Um, it was it was a, it's a, it's it's very girl girl powered. Well, that was like the whole idea. It was the director, the producer. But I'll everyone. say this: yeah. they never shoved it down my throat. So it was like one of these girl so power. So just so happened to do a girl girl power movie that wasn't specifically. There was only one scene yeah. in the movie where they really like, you know, girl power. But mm. other than that, and even I didn't even mind that because mm. in dude movies when you get all the dudes, you get the dude, and thing. you get the dude thing. They're all jacked up, fucking the fist bumps, you know, exactly. gas slaps. We yeah. get it, explosions and walking yeah. around. We get that. So I will say, um, I I. I think it's because I went in there with such low expectations that I left there pleasantly surprised. It's not a bad movie. Mm. Um, Harley Quinn, uh, the, all the all, just about everybody in it was great. Mm. Fucking what's his face there? Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, he was the main villain, and he was amazing. Well, it's Ewan McGregor. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was really, really great. Mm. Um, it was brutal. Some of the fight scenes were, most of the fight scenes were well choreographed. Um, there was like, there's a couple of parts in the movie that I could uh, give or t- uh, leave, but uh, it was well paced. It wasn't a super long film. It, it knew what it wanted to do. It knew the story it wanted to tell. Um, I didn't hate it. Like the more I think about it, the more I I didn't hate it. I if I had to rate it at a ten, I would give it like a seven point five, uh, maybe maybe closer to an eight for what it was. This isn't a big superhero film. It is. It is a. It is a. A, a smaller, uh, more focused uh, story, and uh, a lot of callbacks to Joker and different uh, different things. So it it worked. It worked for me. So I, I I can see why some people didn't like it. Um, I'm not big on the lure, so I don't know if all the 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 characters that they introduced were well, uh, well done or stay true to the canon and stuff. I don't care about that. When I go into a movie, I just want to go and enjoy the film for what it is. Even if it's different than source material, I, if, if it does a good job, I'm okay with it. So I didn't hate it nearly as much as some people hated it. I didn't love it, but I enjoyed it more than Ant-Man. Um, I, I enjoyed it more than, um, uh, I enjoyed it probably as much as Spider-Man. Mm. Uh, not not the um into the Spider Verse. Not yeah, that one was really good. But like the last Spider Man, Homecoming, home, uh, Homecoming. I, I think I enjoyed it a, about the same. Give where or take. It, where does it rank in the in the DC hierarchy of of films? Um, it's better than Suicide Squad. It's not as good as Batman v Superman. It's not as good as um, um, 
Jason Momoa's um, Aquaman. Aquaman. Um, I would say, like in the totem pole, it, it, it's it's not as good as Wonder Woman. So it's like a fourth or a fifth. Yeah, but I mean, but it's not a. But that's coming from that's a pool. Fine. That's coming from a pool of movies that really a, aren't that bad to begin with. No, like, yeah, exactly. There's not a lot of bad DC films. Like Suicide Squad, literally, is of, the worst. There's just not a lot of there, great. There's not a lot of great ones. DC films. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like I didn't ask for this movie. I didn't know I wanted to see this movie. And I left feeling like, hey, I'm not mad that I went to the IMAX and I saw a film for a couple hours in the afternoon. Uh, I'm really not angry. And when it comes on Netflix or wherever it comes on, um, it's a definite watch. Like it's a it's a good little film with action, and it's not too superhero ish. Um, Which makes sense given the people in it, right? Yeah, there's like one person in there that's got like mutant like powers. Yeah, and that and that also felt a little misplaced because when they when this person did this thing. Nobody else in the film yeah. did anything remotely like it, so it felt like uh, this this character came from another universe almost. It was almost like an X Men came in. Well, spy- into a- well, I mean, like DC DC is less about the superpowers yeah. and more about the, the characters. Closer to yeah, hum- yeah, yeah, human, human like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it is more of a superhuman yes. than it is about superpowers necessarily yeah. or, or like godlike powers. Whereas Marvel is like rife with. Everyone uh, is gods. super powerful. Everyone's gods. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so that's where I'm at. I didn't hate it. Um, but I'm definitely going to check out Sonic now that you've hyped it up some. And I've been hearing nothing but good things about Sonic, I haven't Sonic seen a single too. person not at least, at the very least, just enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, you, all you have to do, the only expectation is that it is ultimately movie. a kid's movie. Yeah. And, and, but it's a kid's movie that, especially if you have any ties to Sonic uh, from your youth, there are some notes that they hit and some hidden stuff that if you look, you're paying attention they do a great job of working it in, and I think a lot of that is thanks to bringing on the team that they did that did Sonic Mania. These like the biggest Sonic fans on earth that that did all the artwork and the reimagining for Sonic and bringing that up to the 21st century because Sega themselves just can't seem to fucking do it. Uh, it's a big win for Sega, man. It's a, they a, needed it. Sega needs to Sega needs to basically hand all that off to that that team yeah. and say, "You take Sonic, yeah, wherever the fuck you think you need to take Sonic, yeah." Because we can't do it. We haven't been able to do it in a long time. Yeah. But it's good that you guys want to do it. We'll pay you to do it. Yep. That's what they need to do. Because not only did they save the game franchise, now they saved the movie. Bro, they're about to save the company. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sega's Sega's been on the up and up. They have been. But their mascot has been hurting for a hot minute. Dude, if this becomes a really big thing, man, Sega might just get bought out, dude. Somebody might just come around. This is a video game movie. Yeah. 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 Mario has never had a good video game yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Sonic now has a good Sonic movie. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. So, you know, just to end that off, Sega does what Nintendo don't. Mm. Mm, it's a classic ad. That was one of the most fire marketing things ever. Sega does what Nintendo don't is just genius. That shit's just, that's good. Especially for like the '90s marketing, dude. '90s marketing was savage that was back in the savage. day, bro. Well, there was like it was like they it was like d- the Wild West. They yeah, they didn't have, give like, a fuck, bro. They used to just smear other companies <laughs> yeah, like nothing, like fucking Wendy's does on fucking Twitter. Zero <laughs> fucks given. Well, in the states, it's still they're still allowed to call out other companies. Yeah. In Canada, you can't nah. outright call out your competition. Yeah. You say the you know, the other leading competitors yeah. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. In the states, it's still it's an every, every yeah, man. You, got, for you got like a fucking Coca Cola commercial. Fuck Pepsi. Yeah. They're a bunch exactly. of fucking pansy bitches. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what that's and what if you drink their shit. 
Canada, you're a pansy here, bitch too. Yeah, here in Canada, it's like we love Coca-Cola so much better than our competitors. Yeah, exactly. Like that's and that's all you can say. A, a. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, Mark Hamill is to voice Skeletor in the Netflix's uh, Masters of the Universe animated series. Uh, well, there you go. A can't go wrong with Mark Hamill. Especially for voice acting. I just don't fuck around with animated shit. <laughs> well, this is, know. I mean, this is, yeah, neither do yeah, I. I just don't it's He Man, right? Yeah, yeah. But hey, it's Mark Hamill. I want to see this man keep working because he never fucks up. Exactly. He's just good. Everything he does, yeah, it adds, he does well. It adds quality and it to adds whatever value. Project, exactly. In you, fact, Star Wars, it was the only quality. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was literally yes. the only quality. Uh, and the last thing I've got here is the, speaking of Batman from earlier the batman screen test and first look of robert in the suit popped up on youtube did you see it it did yes i did um i would have liked to see maybe just a sm- sm- i know it's a, a teaser. teaser it's a teaser i know it's a teaser but i mean there's a teaser and then that's like that's like that's like it's just seeing, to get you hyped that's like seeing ankle in the year 2020 it's just getting you hyped it's technically a teaser but i mean i see ankles all the time i thought it looked great i think he looks great i think he looks great i think he's got it? the jawline and everything well he does i mean well he's all jaw he's yeah. one giant jaw and chin yeah i he, i think he looks good i hope the aesthetic that they go for is the batman beyond that's what uh, the, aesthetic that's what they're uh they yeah it almost looks like they're going for um like um the arkham looks like they're going well, for the arkham well the, like the suit for sure yeah because the bat the bat symbol it looked like it's very it was, mechanically yeah but i but i actually think it's made out of the gun that was that killed his parents. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they he he molds it and turns it into, into the, the bat into symbol. the bat symbol. Yeah, like there's there's uh, there's talks that it is very Arkham-y, yeah. the suit, um, but he's so thin. No matter how much of a dude, there's pictures of him that I just mean, he's definitely that just, put on he's weight. Put on some weight, but he's not going to be a fucking no no he, big bat dude. He's he's not. He's, he's we're not literally going guy. from Ben Affleck yeah to it's, Robert yeah. It's, it's there's, like a, a, there's a hundred pound difference between those two men. Minimum. So, the the Batman Beyond, which is one of my favorite aesthetics for Batman in general, uh, I think works really good for him because Batman Beyond was yeah. a slender Batman. Yeah. Well, and this is and this is more um, for him to be in his detective work. Yes. So, yeah. from what I'm hearing is it, it isn't going to be your it isn't going to be like a Dark Knight. No. This is like. You know, a this younger. Is the, this, this is almost is a, like the Joker version of Batman. Yeah, this coming. is like he's become Batman. It's yeah. it's 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 not an origin story by any means. Yeah. But he's it's more doing detective work and fighting crime on a ground level, um, and and, and doing that. I like so. that they call it just the Batman. Yes, I think that's great. Yes, um, uh, that's a strong title, as, as silly as it sounds. Uh, they because people in in the in the series, what would they call him? You know, especially the uh, the, bad the bad guys, they call him the Batman. They do, and so yeah, I know. I think it. Uh, I think it sets the tone for what the movie is. That teaser obviously sets the tone. It's very, very like almost noirish. Yeah, uh, in how they displayed it, which I think again for his look, dude, I'm ready for perfect. this. I'm I'm actually ready for this. Yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, my body's ready. I, like, uh, I uh, people are still in the mindset that that Robert is just the there's dude who a, did. Hey, there's some. There's some. Con- there's a lot of people that are con- dude. Robert uh, uh, Pattinson has put out so much amazing I shit in the last like two years. I still haven't seen The Lighthouse, and I need to see The Lighthouse. Bro, th- uh, I didn't see it either, but I saw, did you watch the, the Kingdom or whatever it is on Netflix? And he plays like the main fucking villain. Uh, no, I uh, never, no, I never saw it was good. Bro, go watch that shit. It's I'm, like, it, 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 it's it's literally, and another guy from Game of Thrones is in it. it it's, uh, I think he play, he plays like the French 
um, king or whatever. Yeah. And dude, he is. Dude, this guy can fucking act. Well, well, I've been trying to say that to my chat a few times. We talked about this. Is that people? It was like people. People think because the movie that made him famous and made him wealthy for the rest of his life. Yeah. He made he's his net worth just off of those movies three hundred million dollars. Yeah, dude. He's just, he doesn't now he gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. Yep. And and thankfully for him, he's being allowed to escape that fucking film franchise because he's being given these roles that will show people he can act yep. really well. Yes. And he does and he I don't think I don't think the nice thing about this is I don't think that Twilight will be Robert Pattinson's legacy now. No, dude. It this... will be the stuff that has come after yeah. that he's made all those that he made his money. Now he can do whatever he wants and yeah. he's gonna show people that he's a good actor. Dude, and I think this is gonna surprise him. He's people. gonna win an Oscar one day. Yeah. That's oh, how that's how good of an 100%. actor he is. He's gonna 100%. win hundred and fifty percent. He's gonna yeah. win an Oscar one day. He's gonna win it. He's not quite a Leonardo DiCaprio level actor, but no. but man, he is maybe maybe he's got it in him though. Dude, he is really, really good, dude. He's really, really good. His his acting is is the person that I and, and these two actors are very different. Yeah. But in terms of like quality acting where you didn't really know that this motherfucker had it in him is Jonah Hill. Yes. Jonah Hill can is a fucking hell of a act, fucking actor, yes. And nobody really thinks about it because they think Jonah Hill is the dude from the comedies and yeah. the fucking fat kid that yeah. all this this motherfucker can act like a motherfucker. Really fucking well. And Robert is the is very it's very similar mm. where they think of him in one light, but dude, if you actually sat down and watched his films, you're gonna realize that this kid, or not even a kid, this this man can act. Yeah. This man can act. Something fierce. And I know he's gonna crush this shit, bro. He's gonna crush this shit. Yeah, I'm ready for I'm, it. I'm, my body's When so is that ready. dropping? Is that this year oh, or next year? That'll be next year. Next year sometime? Yeah. yeah, I definitely need to see The Lighthouse. I don't think it's available anywhere that we can easily watch it yet. Not yet. Not yet, but it'll come up on the streaming services yeah. soon enough. Oh, I'm excited to watch it because the aesthetic, just the aesthetic of that movie looks fucking dope. Looks great. Uh, who is on there? Who's who's it's, he um, with? It's um, it's not Buscemi. No, it's, it's the other. It's, yeah, it's fucking the, uh, the dude from in Aquaman. Fucking. Um, I can see him in my Green f- Goblin. Um. Oh my God. Uh. William Defoe. There it is. Defoe. It William is. Defoe. It's Defoe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The the two men famously ugly, but both really fucking good actors. Amazing. Amazing actors, um, man. Every time I think of Steve Buscemi now, I think of board, Boardwalk Empire. I still haven't seen that. Oh my dude, I that's heard, a that's I heard a fire. fucking. I hear, I hear it's fire. That is a fucking smoke show from beginning to end. Definitely check that out if you ever if you ever get the opportunity. Boardwalk Empire is such a good show. Uh, that's all I've got for that. You know what time it is? It's time for tech support. Mm. I like I like that. It's a little old timey feel. That's it, man. Somebody need to switch I like it that. up. I need to switch it up. Since like you know that. we're on year three. It's true. Year three. Wild. Absolutely freaking. And now we've got a we got like a new set. Wild. And everything you know. That's right. It's so much easier now, dude. Awesome. Do you know how much life is easier now that we lot, got this fucking room? A lot, just, especially for me. I don't have to spend oh like three hours God. editing every single podcast. We've hit a small, a small, small dent in audio quality for an unimaginable. Ain't, ain't nobody noticed. Ain't nobody Probably noticed not. but Adam. That's just the me. only, that's literally, you're the just only me. one. Just like with my stream quality, I hit the fucking gold the Catalina wine la- mixer. last night specifically. I, I saw your tweet. Dude, <laughs> that stream, you watched that VOD? 
I dare you to find somebody that has better quality than me now. I've I've retained. I used to have a couple years ago. I lost I lost the throne. I'm back on top. Woo! He's back on top. For the people that just don't give a fuck, all 45 people watch me play Apex at like through two o'clock in the morning. Hell yeah! With another tab, not even watching the stream. That's <laughs> for them. Uh, Super Kami Guru. What? You've got the chance to make a video game, but you have to sign with one of the current major game developers at EA, Blizzard, or DICE, etc. What genre of game do you pick and which developer do you choose? Um, out of everyone that's in that list right now, I'm going to go with EA. Because as shit as EA is, um, they've had a more recent track record of letting the developers do their own thing. Uh, and so I'm going to go EA. And um, I'm I'm going to go with as far as a genre, um, I'm going to go with a uh, an action adventure game. Mm. I think that I think that action adventure is never a bad idea. Mm. It's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. It's just the extra systems you add on top of it. And there are certain games in that genre that really pop off, like Legend of Zelda, like owns that shit right now. But Horizon Zero Dawn, which, by the way, is five to ten times better than Breath of the Wild. Mm. When that next one pops, that genre of action adventure kind of shit. Everybody's going to be making them games. Off with it. You're going to see when that, whenever that, that's, I think we're in another wave coming in the next two years. And so I'd go, I'd go with an action adventure and I'd have EA publish it. Mm. I'm going to go with. Man. What are my options for publishers? Any major publisher, but he they, they list um EA, Blizzard, Dice, the usuals, Bethesda would be another one. I'm gonna go um Fuck. Man. I'm, dude. I'm going horror. Okay. I'm going horror. Okay. Horror. I'm going horror. And who am I getting to make a horror game? Man. Or publish it. Or publish it. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Horror game. Yeah. As a publisher. And I want it to be different, so I wouldn't want to go like Capcom. Capcom, it's just too easy. It'd be the Konami would be a pachinko machine. Yeah, you know, going Capcom would just be another Capcom horror game. Yeah. Um, ooh, that's a good one. Uh, No, but I can't see that being that being it either. Um, man, who would I like to see to make a horror game that would actually do a good horror game? I mean. Mm -hmm. I don't see I don't see EA although they they probably could um Square Enix no fuck that You know fuck it I'm going to go no because they can't make it either I was going to say I was going to say Rockstar Yeah but you uh, Rockstar game you know what I'm going with Naughty Dog there you go. I'm going Naughty I mean, they're, Dog. They're already two toes in the water on I'm that going one. Naughty Dog, yeah. full-blown horror. There you go. There it is. Boom. And nobody said it either, so Boom. i get that one on myself. Boom. Good job. And because I think Naughty Dog would make a good story. Yeah, Which would hook course. you in. Which would hook you, know? you in, yeah. That's the Naughty Dog, idea. there it is. 
Easy. Um, Seth asks, what's the worst AI you've seen in a game? StarCraft Brood War. <laughs> Dragoons, specifically. Fuck. So bad, bro. You actually, it's Jesus take the wheel. You, you make them. You really don't know where they're going. You just click you on really, a map they truly, and you just pray. You pray that it has. It's ha actually RNG. You pray it actually goes in the general direction that you click. Yes. I don't That's, think it really. I'm not sure uh, I've ever played I mean, an AI that is it has gone worse than that. Uh, man, man, that's is really that bad. I'm, I think that's it. I'm sticking with it. Brood War. That's pretty much it. Star the original Starcraft. Specifically for me, the Dragoon. <sighs> Everything else was wasn't doable. terrible. Yeah. Um. Goliaths got weird sometimes. Vultures got weird sometimes. That is true. Yeah, they, the um, Goliaths got... Oh, they were almost like a dragoon, almost just not like as a dragoon. dumb. They were like three IQ points higher than a dragoon. But yeah, some of the units got a little, a little fucking wild. Uh, let's see here. Uh... I don't even know. I don't even know what I would say for this, but I'll ask it anyway. Mark Furry asks: It's a crazy blizzard outside. All of your loved ones are safe in the house. You reach for blank. This is the answer that we're looking for, and there is none. This must be fixed, and you go out into the blizzard. What is the thing that makes you leave the house to pick it up? What's the one thing you go out in a blizzard to get if you don't have any in the house? Good question. So basically asking what I would risk to go over into a safety to, for to, to, to get to to, get. to go and get if yeah. I reach for it and there's none there. Yeah. Dude, I'm a basic bitch. Miss Vicky salt and vinegar chips. There you go. I'm just going to keep it real. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I'm just going to keep it real, that's man. Fair assessment. Because, you know, when the power's out and there ain't nothing, the only thing you can really do is snack and, like, play a board game. And if I ain't even got the snack, like, the snack helps you cope. It's just, I'm going with some salt and vinegar, Miss Vicky's. I'm heading over to the store to grab a bag, a big bag. If assuming that I've already got, like, batteries and shit for, like, lights, why not so I'm not just sitting in the dark? Mm. If we're just talking, like, a food item or something along those lines, then, uh... The one thing that I would eventually leave, force myself to leave the house to go get, uh, it would be milk. Mm. I can't live Ugh. without some cereal mm. at some point in my day. Yeah. I, I have to have it. Mm. It's a snack at like night. It's it could be a snack any time of day. Now, would it be cheating? If you said generator, because then all your problems are gone. It's probably cheating a bit. Yeah, they give you a bit, a bit a of a cheat. Bit. Yeah, a little, little bit of a cheat. A little bit of a cheat. A little bit. I'm sticking with my Miss Vicks. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good choice too. But here's the thing, Adam. What happens if you're out of cereal, but you have the milk? Well, now you're fucked. Do you go and do you go and do it for the cereal, or 100%. are you okay? Hundred, hundred, hundred percent. <laughs> 
I'd go for the cereal before I went for the milk. Mm. I'm just assuming that I just always have so much cereal in the house. <laughs> you should you get the milk cereal. is the shortage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk is the shortage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, lag lawyer. Uh, as they say, don't put your uh, th- th- your gentleman sausage in crazy. Mm-hmm. On that note, any crazy ex-girlfriend or crazy person stories? Um, Girl-wise? I don't have any crazy ex-girlfriends. I never stuck my dick in crazy. Um, there was only, like, I've told the story before, the only really tr- crazy girl I knew was the girl in university that wouldn't leave the fuck around gra- grabbing my dick in class and shit. Mm, sexually harassed you. Yeah. No, that was that was it. Everyone else has been pretty pretty uh, well-adjusted individual. Yeah, I mean, I, I never really had any. Uh, I never really had any crazy girlfriends or you know girls that I've hung out with. Um, you know, I dated a girl that was older than me for a while, um, and she knew I was a little bit of a player and stuff. So like, it was like one of these unspoken things where you know she kind of do what she wanted to do, I kind of do what I wanted to do, but we spent we started spending more and more time together. So she started to get more exclusive and I was still kind of doing my thing. So she started to get a little crazy. Like she would, she'd message other girls that I would be like hanging out with or be seen with. And she'd like message them on Facebook and be mm-hmm. like, yo, you know, he's fucking mine and blah, blah, blah. He was with me last night. And, mm. you know, she'd do like little things like that. But that was more towards the end. She wasn't always like that. Um, That's probably like the craziest, craziest ever. And honestly, like a lot of that was because of me. Like I was just young and stupid and fucking, yeah. you know, I, I added to her you crazy. Were crazy. I was the crazy, Yeah, you know, she was a little bit crazy, but I was probably crazier. Um, so it drove her crazy. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. You, you, I drove her crazy. <laughs> so you were the crazy. Yeah. So, but I can't, I can't really say I've ever had any wild fucking exes. I've only ever had like t- t- two official girlfriends in my life. Yeah. My high school sweetheart and Kayla. Yeah, I'm on three. They, that's it. And, you know, one relationship was like four years and another one has been like 11. I'm not a serial relationshipist. No. And then I had like, you know, a few months in between where I was like single and yeah. got it mingled. But, you know, you, when you're fucking around and doing that stuff, you don't, you're not really in a relationship. So you don't really deal with the crazy. You don't really see the crazy side because you're no. not around enough. No. You're there for the sex. You're there for the sex. That's it. Uh, Volkus asks, opinion on Panic's suitcase PC. I like what he's built there. I don't know, have you seen that on Twitter? I did. So he built, this was based on somebody else that did a uh, very similar case in a Pelican case, you know, one of those military-grade uh, cases that you can buy for putting electronics in of any kind. And, and there was a, a mod for one of the cases uh, that somebody did that turned it into basically a PC case. You put the guts of the PC inside, you mount a monitor into the top half of the case, you close it up like a clamshell, yep. and you've got this carry-on computer computer that you can take anywhere, land parties, you know, take with you on the road if you're a streamer, and you want to do like some, you know, not super high-end gaming on it, but you can still stream stuff if you want. Yeah, it's a cool idea. Um, it's a cool idea. It's protected in that Pelican case. It's still... It's still not so shock rated that if you drop the fucker, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's still probably going to get a little fucked up. It's not something you want to throw at the bottom of a plane. No. But you're going to want to carry it on with you. But it's a hell of a lot easier yeah. to carry around 
and it's still safe yeah. than versus you know just having a regular tower that you're carrying onto a fucking plane with you, which you see some people do. Yeah. Um, and so it's a it's really neat from that perspective. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, it was really cool. And my only other thing I could think of would be to have somebody make up a perforated plexiglass to put over top of the components, which he had considered, but he didn't want to do it himself. He didn't have the tools for it. I'd just pay for somebody to perforate some yeah. plexiglass to install over the parts so that, you know, they're at least partially protected. protected. Yeah. And it protects the screen as well from puncturing or yeah. whatever. And that might shit happen. just don't get inside. Like, yeah, you exactly. open it and you're Or like, it's like way doing... harder because it's perforated because yeah. you want it to breathe. Yeah, yeah. But it's not just it's all just open. It's just open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a cool, it's a cool little thing. It's cool I case. saw a picture of it. I love, I love small PC builds. I think they're fucking incredible. I wish I knew how to do water cooling personally, so that I could play around and make small builds, small form factor builds. They're really neat. You know what people are getting away with in these tiny little boxes, putting like full size processors, twenty eighty Ti's, yeah, dude. big dick systems in this tiny little box. It's wild, uh, which dude. Is wait nice. for like 10, 15 years down the road, bro. Well, 10, 15 years might just be like like APUs where it's just like uh, stuff that we have like in yeah. here, like a cell phone. It's straight up, you, you're going <laughs> to... Dude, there's uh, the um, Ryzen's 3400G, which is an APU, so it, it has the pro the uh, graphics on chip. So you don't need a standalone graphics card. We'll run the Division 2 in 1440p, high like ultra or high settings, at 60 to 70 frames per second. Damn. Damn. On just and it's a hundred, it's hundred and eighty nine Canadian. Damn, <laughs> like that. It's not bad. It's only going to get better. So that that kind of stuff is is great. Imagine that, like somebody who doesn't want to have a lot for their their power bill. Like a discrete graphics card adds a shitload of fucking cost to your computer, not just in terms of the upfront, but power over time. You get a sixty five watt fucking chip in a computer case this fucking big, yeah, bro. And you can play Division Two, fourteen forty p, sixty frames or higher. That's oh. a that's a W, that's massive ins- W. That's insane, massive W. So yeah, small form factor is fun. Uh, Bud Me Boy says you're on Fear Factor, Jeb. Joe Rogan, Fear Factor. Okay. The theme is VR. What's one thing you're terrified of? It's uh, in VR. Uh, so however unrealistic you want, full <laughs> full send. I'm going bottom of the ocean. Very bottom. We're talking deep, like dark, deep. No There's light. No nothing. Maybe you got one little light on the top, but you only can see like fucking two feet in front of you. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you got you, weird fish and shit that you, that you don't even didn't even know existed. And it's cold. Are you that guy that if you're swimming in a lake or the ocean and you can't see the bottom that you can't do it? I'm not going anywhere near, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going. You know, you open up your eyes in the lake and you look down. And Nothing. You, and it, you can. You it, see the you first look, like five feet. And then it's just darkness. Yeah. And then if you go down a little bit, it just gets cold and cold. You're like, nah, bro. I'm getting the <laughs> fuck out of whatever this is. That's where I'm going. Yeah. No, that's where I'm not going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't have any like phobias or fears like that. The, um, I so I don't know what it would be. I suspect that I have like, well, I don't have like. I said the closest thing to a, it's not even a phobia, but the closest thing to a fear I have is is heights, but heights in a way where there's a risk of falling from heights. Yeah. So not just the act of being high. Yeah. But actually like. You're on a tightrope on a mountain. Like you're like you're on the edge of like a you're on a small path yeah. along the edge and you and there's like a 300 foot drop. Yeah. Like like anyone. Yeah, it same. just gives me anxiety just anxiety. watching this shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, nah. like that. Yeah, that nah. would be it. So you put me in VR in that kind of environment. Um, 
yeah, actually, my cousin Kayla and her and her husband just uh, got back from climbing Kilimanjaro. Nah, I'm good. Nah, there's a lot of things that I would love to do Dude, on my free time. The last part of that hike, you you sleep for three hours the night before. You get up when it's still nighttime because it's an eight hour hike to finish the last part of it. And you're only there for 20 minutes because you need the daylight to go back down. So you do like this three to four day hike. The last hike, eight hours on three hours of sleep. You got like oxygen deprivation. Uh, you know, so you have altitude sickness. You get up there, you're there for 20 minutes and you turn around and you come back down. Nah. I'd be like, hey guys, I'm going to wait at the bottom of this mountain <laughs> at fun. a hotel. Have fun. Let me know when you're back. If you yeah. don't make it, I'll send help. Yeah. Uh,. It's on my phone now. Uh... Oh, Volkus asks, I, did, I, did, I can tell you I did not. Did you hear about the podcasters in a Tesla Model 3 that are trying to do a three-day run from British Columbia to here? They leave Sunday and expect to be at Point Pleasant Park on Wednesday or Thursday, the latest. They're going to do the country in three days? Yeah. Isn't it like a five-day drive? I have no idea how the fuck they're going to do that. In a Tesla too, don't in you got to like charge three. the fucking battery and shit? Yeah, but they've got they've got stations across the country now. Yeah, but I mean, how can you even stop and wait? Like you got to go. Well, the charge a charging speed. station a charging station I think is only like what is it like an like a Probably an hour? Can, yeah, that's crazy, dude. Uh, Better not hit traffic if it's long range. I think the three does like six hundred and something like six hundred kilometers or how many speeding tickets are these guys gonna get, man? There's no way they're doing it going the fucking speed limit. It's actually f- impossible. They're doing the winter time. Yeah, that is well. What the fuck? All right. Godspeed. Good luck. Uh, See you in four or five days. Eight, yeah. Eight, eight, nine, ten asks, uh, what is the best VR headset out right now? Do you foresee anything big for VR in 2020? Uh, the best VR headset right now is, um, is I believe, uh, the top, top, top end Valve stuff or the top, top, um, not Oculus, but the, the Vive. The Vive. Um, those would be your your high end, or uh, yeah, that's that's your high end. Then you have the Oculus that's like nested somewhere real close, um, and then you get everything else. Doesn't matter. PlayStation and stuff. Yeah. So, do I see anything big in twenty twenty for it? No. 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 Do I see anything big in twenty twenty one? No. 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 Uh, do I see anything big for VR in the next five years? Probably not. No. Do I see VR being a forever niche that does just well enough to continue uh, to put some money into research to make the VR headsets a bit better and more affordable? Yes. Sure. And that's about it. Yeah. That sounds about right. Um, what is Ryan Wingate asks, what is your favorite moment in a game uh, that made you stop and, and go, I'm going to channel my, my uh, inner Owen Wilson. Wow. A wow moment in gaming. Uh, man, the fact that I actually can't think of one, it's not a good... I've got a couple. Um, I'd say my first major wow moment that I, I can remember actually being truly blown away Final Fantasy VIII's opening cutscene mm. with the fight between Squall and uh, what's his face? Mm-hmm. His name is escaping me right now. Wow. Wow. 
That was one. The one following that was opening to Morrowind, uh, going out to the top side of the boat, seeing the water and how fucking dope that looked. Mm. And then when when you leave the office and it and a pop up screen literally pauses the game and says, "You're on your own. Good luck." Wow. Wow. And then uh, a more recent one, um, a more recent one would probably be uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Just that game in general made me say, wow. Wow. Um, Jeez, man, I'm so cynical. I... Sefer, that's his name. I can't think of many. I, I'm sure there's a lot of wow moments that I've had, but I think like groundbreaking moments would be like, um, uh, you know, the first time that I played Mario 64, mm. and um, at the beginning of the game, you can you can move you you can take his face, and you can move like, you know, his mouth and yeah, nose, nose and, you can move and all, all that, that stuff. Yeah, that was that was, that was wow, wow for me. Wow. Wow, that's cool. Wow. Um and you know what? Truly probably the most wow I've ever been in, in a video game ever was the first time I got into a StarCraft two game. And I played the demo and I booted it up because it had been years since I played original StarCraft and mm. I'd gotten the beta. Sorry, the not demo, the beta, and I got into a StarCraft game and I saw the graphics. And the way it looked and the way it just put me right back to where I was when I was a 14, 15, 16-year-old. And it was a literal wow. Mm. I actually couldn't, I, I couldn't even, it was, every, it was everything I ever dreamed of. I had one other really big wow moment as well. Wow. Wow. It was, you were, dude, you were so fucking jazzed for StarCraft 2. Bro. Where you, you literally. Bro. Did nothing but talk about StarCraft Two. The worst part about it was, is I had just built a computer, yeah, and the memory, one of the memory sticks was dead, dead. Yeah. and every other game, it would just blue screen me. Yep. <laughs> I and it wasn't until you were like, "Yo, try taking out one of the sticks for each one and see what yeah. see which one it is," and then eventually I found it out when I fixed it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Two point Wow. <laughs> um, I remember playing, um. Ocarina of Time, and when you leave, uh, when you leave the uh, the village for the first time, mm. and you go out the and forest. you finish talking to the owl, yeah. which doesn't shut the fuck up, and then you take that first steps out into Hyrule Field, mm -hmm. and the music comes up. And it's all open, and it's all open, and and just everything up to that point was so. The opening to that game is like fucking perfect. Mm. It's Everything good. about that game is that uh, opening game. Part it's of that a good game little build up. Is such a great build up to the release to going out to the field, mm -hmm. especially when you feels like you're was, going on an adventure. Well, it was even more poignant because it was the first 3D Zelda game, and during the N64, where everything was becoming open 3D, the fact that Mario 64 and Zelda: Ocarina of Time were done so fucking well for the first, the first soiree, the first little venturing out into 3D open world games. Wow. Big fucking wow. Big fucking wow. Wow. For sure. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I like that question. Josh uh, Joshua asks the, uh, and based on his last name, he, he might actually also be Korean. The movie Parasite is the first foreign film to win four Oscars. I mean, they crushed it. They took mm -hmm. 
They do. Did you watch it yet? No, I, I haven't had a way to watch it yet. But both of them and I are waiting for it to happen so we can watch it. I, I had it on Plex. Um, Kale and I watched it. Yeah. It's fire. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Bro, the movie is, wow. it's actually, it's, it's one of the few films that is so hyped up that you're like, eh, it can't be this but good. It, but it did it? Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, will you guys watch and do a review oh, of movies and TV? Okay, so I'll wait we'll, till you guys see it. Yeah, and then we'll we'll talk about it when I see it. It's something else, bro. Yeah. And it's subtitled, wow. and I don't even care. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty fucking dope. Uh, let's see. Veresia, Veresia, Veresia. It's a fancy name and logo. I've been watching you guys since 2014. Finally got my broke ass a job to help with my crippling student debt and to help support you guys. Hey! Thank you for somehow having us second on that list. Hell yeah. It's the way it should be. <laughs> you can't even say that with a laugh. <laughs> student debt, lag TV. Is it food. Food, third. <laughs> Children. <laughs> Housing. Yeah. A blanket. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry if this question has been asked before. What kind of students were you two? Uh, yes, yeah, so university and stuff. What kind? Of, what kind of students were we? Um, high school, um, average. Um, so I would say probably like my my grade, my average grade was probably a C. Mm-hmm. Um, struggled in math because I didn't care about it, mm-hmm. but took advanced English classes believe it or not mm. um and did really well mm. um and uh yeah I, I was an average student and it wasn't because i was stupid i just didn't apply myself to the I, I i just didn't really care about school all that much it was like i did what i had to do and then the classes i didn't give a fuck about like history and uh and math I just did enough to to pass. It sounds like you needed some teachers that made you more interested in in those subjects because so much early in life is the moment you have one bad experience with a subject with yeah. a teacher. Yeah, it, you don't just write the, write it off as being the teacher when you're young. You just associate it with fuck that entire subject. Yeah, like math. Yeah, is the first one that everyone almost says fuck, fuck math, it. yeah. and it's usually because they had a teacher that just wasn't good at teaching math. A teacher, a teacher that was like, fuck math. Was also saying fuck math. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the, yeah, that, that makes and sense. And I dropped out of university, so, yeah. and it was just because I literally just partied. Yeah. So I didn't even. Party hard. I just partied. Shitting on the walls and everything. That was just it. That was it. Party everywhere. Uh, I'm, I'm Wonder Bread. If you could characterize me as one thing, I'm actually a, a, a fresh well, I'm not not fresh anymore. I'm like a uh, I'm like a seven day old bag of Wonder Bread. That's me. Mm. If there was a cartoon about Adam Morehouse, it would be a uh, a cartoon centered around a character that is a seven day old loaf of Wonder Bread. Mm. Still usable, but probably more for stuffing in a turkey than actually eating for a sandwich or some toast. But also super fucking bland. Just bland. Just it's Wonder bland. Bread. It's Wonder Bread. It does the job, mm-hmm. but it's Wonder Bread. That's me. And that describes my life in school. Uh, I always took school seriously. Not as seriously as I could have, but I took it seriously enough. 
I took it seriously insofar as that it was always part of my identity that if I didn't do well in school, then that was bad. And so I always tried to, to have some level of academic success. That started in like fucking elementary school. My mindset mm. was, was that. And it wasn't that my parents did that. That just ended up being how it was mm. for whatever fucking reason. Um, so that was me the whole way through. Uh, high school, I had a really shitty math teacher that I ended up having to actually take math outside of high school to, um, to then take t- grade 12 math a second time because I, I took advanced 11 in 11 um, and 12 in my grade 11 year. Mm. And then I had to go back in grade 12 and do math again to get my grade up for scholarships because mm. my teacher and uh, teachers in, in grade 11 for math were fucking atrocious. Mm. The high school teachers at J.L. Ilsley mm. Bad. for math were categorically fucking awful. Mm. We had a girl that needed to get married and laid desperately, and we had the fucking KFC Colonel Sanders. Mm. So there were two choices. Neither of them wanted to be math teachers. I want some chicken. Neither of them wanted to be teachers in general, and they sure shit didn't want to teach math, and even if they did, they should have never taught math in the first place. Perfect. Fucking awful. So I go outside, I get that, I redo it in 12, I get whatever. University... Um, I almost fucked up my first year. I almost lost my scholarship because in high school and previously I took stuff seriously, but I also didn't need to study that much in order to get good grades. So I knew exactly how much I needed to study to get like a 85 to 90%. And I, that was the show. So I had terrible studying habits. I had never developed studying habits at all. Mm. When you get to university, there's no such thing as not having studying you habits. You better study. You better learn how to study real quick. And so in my first year, I literally hit the exact GPA amount that I needed to keep my scholarship. I almost lost it. I needed an A minus average, and I had a couple classes that pulled me down to I had exactly 3.67, which was the exact fucking mark I needed to keep my academic scholarship. Sweat. So I learned real quick how to study. Uh, and then that changed from there. And then after that, so I was, I was, I was wonder bred and took school seriously. I had Dean's List all four years. Mm. And I graduated with a uh, 3.84. And it should have been a 3.85, but that's a story I've told several times before. Weird flex, bro. Fuck that first grade bird course religious studies fuck mm. that can't even look me in the eye anymore because he knows he fucked it. He mm. fucked me at a magna cum laude. That motherfucker. I'd have a paper at home that says magna fucking cum laude. I didn't want summa. Summa's for like the Asians. I, didn't, mm. I knew I was never getting over 4.0. Mm. That's for Hun. Hun got summa. Mm. I just wanted magna. But I didn't even get that. Mm. 3.84. But I did okay. Hey. It's like top 8%. I just dropped out. (laughs) Well, look what it did for me. (laughs) Hey. Hey. If I hadn't done this and I probably went to Toronto, I would have done wonders. You'd have been been, been pretty- A lot more wealthy on that You'd have been pretty good. (laughs) On a bright note, hey, you got a degree. I do. I have one. And it means you could get a job- At any time. At any time. You could say, Jeff- I'm done, but then I'd have to work for somebody else. And then, you're, then and you're I then you're gonna realize and go, hey shit. Jeff, Thursday at four p.m. I'm back. I'll be there. <laughs> this life, uh, fucking life. So you go, Wonder Bread. Is that it? That was me. Uh, we got one more. All right, and that's it. Oh, let's see. Blue Gree Gree asks, what specific goal in your life have you worked the hardest for? Did you succeed? Specifically as in, I want to get an A in this hard class. Wow, this is topical. Rather than I want to do well in school. Thoughts on discipline and motivation in general? 
My so, biggest my biggest goal was Dean's List all four years in magna cum laude. I tell myself that I did it because it was really the religious studies teacher that didn't take my paper when I had 103 degree fever and I couldn't drive in and drop the paper off and he wouldn't take an electronic copy, go fuck yourself, not very godly. I hit my goal. I had to bust my ass in university. I didn't bust my ass in high school. I hosted my sweet sorry ass through high school because I didn't need to do much work to do well. Mm. I was lucky in that regard. University, I busted my white pimply ass for all four years, and now my name is on a wall somewhere in St. Mary's four times for being on the dean's list all four years. Uh, and I got my the grade point exactly where I wanted it to be. Mm. So I hit that, and that was the hardest thing I ever worked for um, to that point. Mm. Now the, my, my next phase is um, where I'm going to be taking this career. In a, I mean, the podcast I already take seriously. But it will be doing game reviews and spinning that off into something as a as a not a YouTuber but a content creator in that space. I think I've got what it takes. I think I do it better than most people, mm-hmm. and and I'm excited to to go balls deep here pretty soon and mm. just go wild. The website is looking fire. It's running fire. The video reviews are going to be fire. There's going to be the podcast versions of all the audio for all the reviews. Watch, read, listen every review that I write. Boom. It's fire. And it's coming. And I'm excited to hop on that. As far as discipline goes, we talked about it with Ninja shit. Ninja didn't have the wrong idea entirely. His application was dog shit. Yeah. But the idea is there. The idea in life is to, is to when he says never settle, it's okay to settle in some areas, but you want to have some sort of goal in front of you at all times so that you keep working forward. Because the moment that you stop striving for something mm-hmm. entirely in any so as long as you're striving for something in any point in your life it doesn't have to be your career mm-hmm. it could be a hobby mm-hmm. it could be anything that you're trying to further yourself in maybe trying to learn another language mm-hmm. anything the moment you stop doing that and you just wake up and do the same shit every day and not put anything in anymore your health will literally go downhill yeah, yeah. it's there's something about the human condition that 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 rests upon a foundation of of work and working towards and accomplishing something and seeing a result, mm-hmm. a positive result. There's mm-hmm. something there. And it carries over in relationships mm. uh, as well. You see it with older people as soon as uh, – it doesn't sound like it would be the same idea, but it's a similar thing within the human condition. You have a, a man and a wife who've been married for 50 years, and they're in an old folks' home together, and they're both talkative. Dementia is not really there. Everything's fine uh, as much as they can for being 80 years old. Mm-hmm. One passes away, the other one's gone in six months. Yep. From being perfectly healthy to yep. dead in yep. six months. Yeah. Um, there is something, there, there are intangible things about the human mind yeah. that are linked to things. Yeah. And you need purpose. working towards something and having some sort of purpose yeah. is one of those things. So as long as you have that in any part of your life, mm-hmm. that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. You don't need to kill yourself to do it. Just always make sure that you have something that you're working towards. And my philosophy for that is people talk about comfort zones mm. and how most, most, of, most real success happens when you step outside of your comfort zone. Yep. But the, the challenge is to find out how far you can put yourself outside your, of your comfort zone before it becomes detrimental. Mm-hmm. Some people will preach to go way outside your comfort zone. Fucking jump out of a plane. Okay, maybe no. Okay. I'll pass on that. That's that's a pass for me. Yeah, it's a big nope. All you have to do is get a little bit outside your comfort zone. As long as you're one foot outside of it, and then you're that, that zone gets a little bit bigger, and then you take one more little step outside your comfort zone. You don't need to start in a circle that's small mm-hmm. and then leap 
fucking weigh the hell outside your comfort zone and do something that makes you super uncomfortable because then it makes you frightened to do that ever again. You might survive that, Yep. but then the next time when the opportunity arises, you go, I don't want to go through that again. Yeah, no, I'm good. But if you just if you just take that one small step outside of it every time, build yourself, build yourself, build yourself, that is the link to to the goal setting that that um that I always preach for people. It's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Hmm. What's the question? Uh the question was, just to reiterate, what specific goal in your life have you worked the hardest for? So that was the start. And then the back half of that is um thoughts on discipline and motivation in general, which is where I took that after I okay. talked about my 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 spiel. Um, so the thing that I'm most proud of, like an accomplishment, is that what the question that was? That was the first half. Oh, okay. and the second half was just talking about motivation and, and discipline in general. Um, I would say if you had asked me that question a year ago, it'd be different. But since my son's here now, mm. I'm going to say my proudest accomplishment is... Uh, well, obviously having my boy, but if I had to go beyond that, it's having my boy and not having to worry about taking care of him. Mm-hmm. So just having the means, like giving mm-hmm. him the best mm-hmm. uh, uh, chance mm-hmm. for success mm-hmm. uh, possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably my biggest accomplishment. And there, there's no better feeling than having a child and not having to. There's worry. But I mean, not having uh, to worry about paying for diapers or mm-hmm. uh, making sure he's eating right or being able to have my wife be uh, be a stay-at-home mom to be here mm-hmm. and help and raise him and not have somebody else mm-hmm. uh, do that part for for us. Um, that's my biggest accomplishment by far. If you would ask me a year ago before he showed up, I would have said like, um, you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what I would have said. Like, just straight up independence. Like, just being my own, yeah. being my own man, being a self-made individual. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would have said before. Um, as for what was the second half? Uh, general comments on uh, on motivation and discipline in general. Um, yeah, for me, um, for me, the biggest the biggest thing is um, it's going to sound weird, but fear. Mm-hmm. Um. Fear is a very big motivator for me, and I'm not talking about like I'm scared of the boogeyman. Mm. It's more of like I'm afraid to lose what I what I've worked so hard to obtain, or the fear of um, failure. So, for example, I do what Adam says, where I put myself in the in a in an uncomfortable position mm-hmm. when I start to get too comfortable. You know, when I start to get too comfortable. Um, I no longer feel like I'm, I I have that purpose. Mm. I don't feel like I'm progressing anymore. And when I'm not progressing, I'm not happy. Like I'm just a not, um, there's a lot of things in life that I, that should make me happy. Like, you know, having a great wife and a son and those things do make me happy. But even if I have those things and I know they're there, I'll still be unhappy within myself. Yeah, exactly. If I'm not, if I'm not progressing and moving forward to some sort of goal. In somewhere. In somewhere. So what I do constantly, and I and I've realized I've done this, is I always, I always put myself in a do or die position. So for example, like you know, if I get if for example when I bought this house, you know I buy this house and I go shit, 
you know, now, now I've, you know, now, now I got to pay for this thing. Right. So now, now I know I got to at least work real fucking hard for the next few years to offset what I just put myself into. And that's not a bad thing because I was getting comfortable. Like, you know, if I lost a big chunk of my, my yearly income, it w- it wasn't like it wouldn't murder me. It wouldn't be it wouldn't have been the end of the world. Now, if I do it, it's like, oh fuck, you know, Jesus, I can't I can't slack. You know what I mean? Like I can't do a degree, but no. you know what I mean? I can't get too complacent. So I always do these things to myself where I'm pushing I'm pushing it. Just like, you know, now I'm grabbing another rental property and uh I'm adding more to the plate, but I do that because it gives me something to sink my teeth in and 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 grow and work towards. If I stop, man, I, I actually have no idea how I'm eventually going to retire because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with myself. So I got to figure that out. And hopefully as I get older and my son gets older, a different perspective will come and, and, and uh, the things that... You get uh, a little while to worry, you know, to, for that to, to, exactly. to, to fan, you know, pan itself out. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. But that's just me. I just worry. That's the fear, right? Well, I mean, I, and, I, and, I, and nobody should ever just stop yeah. entirely. Uh. You know, when you retire, you just, all that means is that hopefully you get to retire from what you do to make your money. Yeah. Then it's, then it's, you get to continue to challenge yourself is the important part. The difference is that you don't have to do it just for the for money. money. You're yeah. doing it for the challenge, yeah. and that's the difference. So I don't think you're going to have any problems. Yeah. It'll just mean that at the other end, you'll get to choose what you're doing and not have to do it on the pretense of there being a monetary reward. Maybe you just want to do that thing, and it's challenging you, yeah. and so you'll do it. Yeah. And that's the, difference between, that's the difference between retiring and just stopping life yep. and retiring and then continuing to be challenge yourself. Just you don't have to do it. Uh, to to keep yeah. bread on the table. Yeah. So I mean, I'd love. Yeah, I'd love to retire by forty. That'd be the dream, dream. Yeah. But uh, I mean, we're still a long ways away from. There's that, no man. real I mean, reason for that to happen. Yeah. Like 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 I mean to 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 like uh for me it would just be like having to fucking work. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and work the way I do. Yeah. Uh, a retirement to me would be like working when I want to, yeah. uh, doing passion projects, yeah. uh, you know, uh, doing other shit. Not yes, like, exactly. yeah, yeah. you know, not having to go, fuck, I need to grind yeah. 60, 70 hours a week to make ends meet and to further myself. It'd be nice to get to a point in like seven, eight years where I'm going, okay, you know what? If I don't want to grind for a couple months, I can do that and well, I can exactly. go work on me, right? Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. do some shit, right? Absolutely, That's yeah. retirement in my eyes. Yeah. Because I still want to, I'd still want to work until I'm, you know? Yeah, and the thing, like I'll liken it to this, is that it's kind of similar to, you know, in strength training, there are like several different ways, several different methodologies that people use to get stronger over time uh, when your body plateaus. Mm-hmm. So there's several different methodologies. I, I just so I I I've always used the oldest. I didn't even realize I was doing it until I learned about all the different strength training methodologies. That I I was inherently doing it, one of the one of the oldest ways, which and still one of the most effective ways, uh, for general strength is, a lot of people today will do a thing called progressive overload, right? Where they do, every time they're going to the gym, they're adding like three pounds, mm-hmm. five pounds, mm-hmm. whatever, 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 until they hit a wall, mm-hmm. right? And your body can only take so much of that before it will literally just say, "Hit a wall, I can't do this." You're done, literally. Um, and so you have to then have to like almost do a hard reset and then go up again. Um, that's a very popular one, uh, right now, but the whole uh, concept with, with the goal setting, I, I take that as being 
closer to jumping too far outside your comfort zone. It's like every time you get in the gym, it's like I'm going to add another 10 pounds of a bench press. Um, when I did weightlifting and, and what I'll do again when I get back into it, because like we said before, you can't be bald and skinny. That's right. Is you, I would always lift, I would always lift um, like 60 to 75% of my max for all my sets. And I would choose a weight that hit me there so I could do three sets, 10 reps, every exercise. And I'd get to that number, even if it took me longer than a set, like if I had to take a break, I'd go back to get to the 10. Like mm-hmm. it didn't matter. I was doing a set number of reps no matter what that day. <coughs> I would do that and I'd stay at the exact same weight on every fucking exercise mm. until it got so easy that I, it wasn't a challenge to get through 10 anymore. There was, there was so much more in the tank. Then you moved I would move up and I'd make a relatively large leap. And there's a, a term for it, but it's almost like you think of it like a staircase. Mm-hmm. So you, you're on the tread, you're on the tread, you're on the tread, and then you get the, the riser. Mm-hmm. And it's a straight line because you jack it up and you go again. So like if I was doing curls, start at 30 pounds mm-hmm. and I'd do it for like three months mm. at 30 pounds. And it gets to the point where I could do like 20 reps just, with 30 pounds just cranking them out, right? <laughs> Easy as fuck. And I'd just jump from there, 30 pounds, 40 pounds. Mm. And it helps stop you from plateauing so easily, and it builds endurance at the same time. Mm. If you just like build like weight constantly, it's not the same thing. When you do that with goal setting, it's similar. Like you mentioned, the reason I thought of it is you mentioned it, like when you felt yourself getting comfortable. Mm. That's the same idea in the gym. Mm-hmm. You're, when you feel yourself is too easy, now's the time to, up to move it. on up. Yeah. But don't just keep fucking doing it. You'll burn yourself out. Don't just keep on yeah. that the whole time. Yeah. Get uncomfortable and then master that, yeah. that level. Get comfortable on that new, position, that new position. And then, and then get, uncomfortable get comfortable again. Get uncomfortable again yeah. and then master that next step. And think of it like a staircase and mm-hmm. just keep fucking walking that staircase. I like that. That's Instead good. of the other way, it's like yeah. a fucking ladder. And you're yeah. going straight and up the constant. whole time. Yeah. And it's constant. It's tiring. There is no yeah. flat. There's no it's break. It's just straight uphill yeah. yeah. the whole time. And, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a, a, the, the healthiest way to tackle it. I think that it's a, a way of making sure that you don't burn out and then you, you lose the mindset of wanting to set goals because you get scared of setting goals because mm. it's too daunting to even think about. And uh, master where you're at and then move on. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Technical Off Podcast. Bam. I said we weren't going to do three and a half hours, but we did two hours, 56 minutes. Fuck. Man, we go, we, <laughs> we talk too much. And yet, three years deep, we still got it in the tank, bro. I don't know how it happens. <laughs> I actually don't know how it happens. Um, we must have repeated ourselves a few times. Oh, 100%, just in different ways. Yeah. Just in different ways. But we're getting older, too. You got to understand, dude, we've lived like 10 years since we started since this. We started this There's a thing. lot of new shit that, to, that has come up and changed in, uh, in 10 years. That's true. It's a lot of time, man. We're not young, we're not young bucks anymore. <laughs> I'd like to not have to think about that. We're really not. But we're not. We're really fucking not, bro. You see how fast these three years went? For the podcast? It's only going to get faster. Bro, like another three years, you know, my son would be running down here, opening up the door. <laughs> Yo, daddy, almost done. Yeah. You know, I, we'll be talking about turning 40. <laughs> All right? Just let that sink in. No, thank you. 
<laughs> I'll pass. I'll let that sink in another day. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping by patreon.com slash lag TV. Go there and uh, join in if you want to help support. $10 an hour gets you into the ability to be able to ask us those questions for tech support like we were just answering there. And, of course, other perks as well. Uh, we'll be changing up those perk tiers, but that kind of stuff will stay where it's at. So you'll always get your rewards for that. And, of course, uh, we are the physical merch will will get out in, in waves. We just do it in waves because... It's easier. It's easier and, and easier on the post office, so they literally don't start denying me access to the to the post office. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Once again, we'll see you guys next week for another Technical Alpha podcast. And until then, peace. Peace.